I have a surface. I'm afraid I'm going to ruin something if I push the button. Like, no, but it's working out for you, right? Like it works. Everything's cool. No, it works. Everything's great. It works. Hey, you know, it's it's funny because over the weekend I was trying to get the other MacBook working again, and I've tried uh, I've tried creating boot disks for it. I've tried going online. The problem is these things don't hook up to the server anymore. I think Apple kind of shut the old servers down, so this thing can't even like reinstall its software anymore. So it's I don't know. I got I got to figure something out. I got to somebody. And in, in, no. in a bigger wheelhouse than me would probably know how to do it. I just can't right. figure it out. I mean, I'm going to get a new computer. It's just going to be a little bit longer than I expected it to be. You, no, no, it's I mean, fine. It, look, yeah. If the service is working, roll with it, man. Yeah. You mean to tell me that the fine people at Apple made their shit uh, obsolete? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Huh, look at that. Then again, that MacBook is what thirteen or maybe twelve. Yeah, that 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 was the original MacBook from the beginning of the show. So that thing's you know worked, twelve years old already. I mean, not too long ago. I got a huh? laptop in the corner of the room that's fifteen years old. I open it up, it'll fire up. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. Jackoffs. Fucking Mike Peterson chiming in. Nobody gives a shit that you bought a new PC, buddy. <laughs> oh, I care, Mike. I hope it's doing oh. you well. I hope, you, I hope you have great upload speeds. I hope you got great high definition when you're watching all your porn. Yeah, support Mike Peterson. He was playing some weird Asian games today with, like, I don't know, chicks or something. I asked him oh. if Kenny Omega was involved in developing it. Yeah, also, happy Boxing Day to all those good folks in the Canadias. What is Boxing Day exactly? I don't, give, I don't fucking know. Does, is this shit comes in a box? It's like every day's Boxing Day at my house. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> just, okay, I don't know. Oh, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Dick in a box. Right. Oh, dick in a box. <laughs> I thought he was doing like I dream a genie, but didn't quite understand how. Like, no, 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 no. Come on, you, you don't think I get? Come okay, on. there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't... You're missing it, man. You're not. This is this is that's not it's right. My dick in a box. <laughs> my dick in a box. Yeah. Well, yeah, in case yeah. you didn't notice, we weren't on we weren't on live yesterday. I mean, it was Christmas and all, but we didn't do such a great job announcing that we wouldn't be live on Monday last week. No, I don't think anyone knew. <laughs> I had to, I had to text Tony today. We didn't <laughs> we didn't wish anybody Merry Christmas last week. Like we were just like, all right, see you next week, folks. <laughs> we haven't done it yet now. <laughs> well, we hope everyone enjoyed their their Christmas yesterday, and we hope you're having a wonderful Boxing Day. And Kwanzaa, I think, is today as well. Yeah, and Kwanzaa starts today. All those other great holidays while HK puts himself in a fucking mist. I thought the fog was rolling in from London. <laughs> from London? Yeah, well, London fog. I don't know. <laughs> Canadian boxes, London fog. We're, we're all over, aren't we? But, I mean, fog? do you get fog in, in Minnesota? Like, is that a thing? Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. With all those lakes, you don't think they get fog? Yeah, oh, that's right. The, the land of 10,000 lakes over there. More than 10,000. Do you have to go find the little squaw leaning over the fucking butter during the fog? Or, or is Whoa, she okay? I don't think you could say that. <laughs> what, squaw? I don't think that's a good one, yeah. What, Listen, squaw? if squaw our limey friends overseas could call women birds and, and the guys down under could call them Sheilas, I think we're okay calling them squaws, no? You're not supposed to call women birds? Yeah, call, they do it. They do it in England. A squall or a squaw? A squaw, not a squall. What the hell? Is, I I I know the difference. What the fuck is a squall? A squall is like a snowstorm, like a, a band yeah, no, 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 not like... a squall. <laughs> 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 Holy shit! I had to fucking look that up. How old I am? Oh yeah. shit! All right, I guess you can't call him squall. It says offensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Oops. They say it in a it's Muppet Family Christmas, though. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that was, those were the good old days when you could insult people without them knowing it. Uh, a North American Indian woman or wife. So I wasn't wrong, oh, but oh, no, I yeah, guess okay, I can't, can't use it anymore. So yeah, I want to apologize to all the squaws out there. Yeah. And birds. You really can't. like Squaws can't for the cause. Can't, can't refer to women as birds? That's not uh, acceptable? No, thing. England, you can. They call them birds all the time. I right? thought you could. Yeah, I didn't think that was an offensive thing either. It isn't like, Fuck. don't you like say like. Like don't. <laughs> I mean, the Beatles referred to them as birds, for God's sakes, and in half right. their songs. Like, isn't like calling someone like a hen? Like, isn't that like? No, a hen is derogatory, a not a bird. A hen, hen is, is derogatory. derogatory. Huh. Yeah, like That's an old bad. hen. Okay. So I okay. okay. Now, I also I I really like the term broad. Is that one that uh, should be put? Oh, bro- dude, call bitches broads all day and all night. And, yeah, they I'm love a fan it. of Dame too. I'm a big yeah. fan. Oh, dames, especially yeah. if they got some nice stems. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty three skidoo. Oh no! Dame... See, Dame doesn't come up as offensive. All right. So Dame is a title. Okay. Oh, a dame is the title given to a woman equivalent to the rank of a knight. So dames Whoa. are knights. It's a compliment. A compliment, yeah. Dames are well, unless knight. unless you go for de- definition two, an elderly or mature oh. woman. Okay. All right. I, hey, that's right up my wheelhouse. You know that. What was what was the other one? A hen calling a hen. woman a hen. Let me see. Calling a woman a hen. <laughs> that one's hey. okay or not okay? The people need to know. Uh, hen. Okay, not to be confused with feathery fowl, but instead referred to a female, often a younger lady, used as a Scottish term of endearment, much like honey or sweetheart. Oh, right. that was referred to, uh, I thought you said that was for older birds. No, that's, that was dame. That was dame. Dame. Gotcha. So hen. Oh, here you go. In the 16, it dates back to the 1620s. Explains why bachelorette parties have been called hen parties in the UK since the 1880s. Gotcha. Genius. Hen parties. So hens acceptable. Dames acceptable. Broads acceptable. I mean, I don't know if any of them are acceptable, but they're just not mean. All right, mm-hmm. so here, Dictionary.com also has offensive, usually middle-aged or older woman, oh. especially one who is considered to be petty or gossipy. Oh, well, they, they deserve it then. Yeah, they have it coming. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. A little educational. I gave, I saw, I conquered. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ooh, and I burped. Dame, broad. No, all those seem right. So it was just yeah. the, uh, that original one that you laid down there, Tony, that's... Uh, on the no-no list now. Yeah, right, so Tony, so. let's play. Let's play the other oh. side of the coin. Oh no! <laughs> what, what are terms that women call the dudes that are offensive? Like, is dude? I think you call like, a dude a dude. Yeah. Here, a man, a bloke, a chap, chap, a dude, a fellow, a lad. Let me see if I can find some other Anything ones. derogatory in there? Buddy, pal, mate, champ, boss. Champ, boss, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, nothing sounds... I wouldn't be offended by... Fellows, you. gents, fellers. Gig- gigolo would probably have to be one, right? No, nah, gentlemen. It's an occupation. That's huh. True. What are slang words for boys? A lad, a kid, a youth, a fellow, a youngster, youth. a junior... Junior's derogatory, kind of, right? Junior's derogatory. I guess 
in more than in more ways than one, calling somebody boy is derogatory. Oh, here you go. Be- handsome men. You can call them hunky, stud, snack. I've never heard a guy called snack before, but it, oh, I guess it makes I've sense. I've heard the term snack. Like, she's a snack, he's a snack. I've heard that. Manly, rugged, and, oh, God, bay. Oh, what about burly? Bay. Where's burly on there? No, burly's not here, but fit is here, which I've heard women call fit, too. That That's a, that's a, um, a European thing. I thought that was, like, uh, short for outfit. No, it's fit, like tight, tight, huh. tight. I haven't heard in a while, but that used to be another one. You know who's really hip with all these sayings is uh, is Handjob Kyle. We might have to ask him. He's always got the, the new lingo. He's on top of it. Is it really? Yeah, he loves the like, new lingo. Like, if you were a woman, like, what would, other than, like, motherfucker, like, what would be, like, the most offensive thing on the equivalent of calling a woman something offensive? Like, what would be, like... Like, if I said, God forbid, I said, which I would never do because I'm a saint. He's about to um, say it, though. If, if, <laughs> like, say I, Merry Christmas, everyone. Say I, like, say, like, say I called, like, someone a whore, right? A girl. Yeah. Like, what would be the equivalent for a woman to call, a, like, an ass, like, a bastard, asshole? Like, what is no, it? Like, man, a, like a gigolo, he, I guess? No, it's still an occupation. But I think uh, plenty of <laughs> plenty of ladies call men whores. Like jerk off works, right? I thought like, they were called man whores, no? Yeah, it's still whore. Yeah, but like yeah. whore has such more a more negative connotation than like prostituting yourself. You know what I mean? It's like it's way more like someone you could know for a fact that a woman isn't doing that and still call her a whore and, and be mean about it. There's no word for like a dude like that. Like we're like you just where you where you just say it to be mean when you know it's not true. Like oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you call yeah. someone, when the, like, you have a fight with a girl and you call her, so, and you know she's not, but it's still really mean. Yeah. So, like, what's, like, the word for a dude? There is there a word for a dude for that? Eight words for men of ill repute. This is from <laughs> Miriamwebster.com. All right. Uh, a rake hell? Rake hell? That sounds that. badass. I got a dissolute or plo- profligate, profligate person? I have no idea. I, I can't pronounce these. This is out of my shit. Uh, a Franian? <laughs> so a much Franian for a short a, show tonight, guys. <laughs> a Franian's a habitual pleasure seeker or merrymaker. Oh, lounge lizard. Here we go. Oh, that that's offensive. Oh, fop. What is a fop? Never heard that. Here, oh, a foolish or silly person. <laughs> you well, fop. Both. A bow nasty is a slovenly flop, a fop, not a flop. Jesus. Oh, God, there was more. The I lost. Can, we, can we get a, a, is the chat saying anything? Uh, I'm not seeing much from the chat. It looks like uh, Handjob Kyle says, I believe that the male version of whore is Cockstar, which I, I quite like. I think he did well there. I've oh, Lothario. That. That's not a, me, man who's ch- a man whose chief interest is seducing women. What, Cockstar? No, Lothario, but probably. Jose Lothario. There you go. Oh, that makes sense. Cockstar. I kind of like that. I'm surprised nobody used that for a wrestling gimmick. surprised Nickelback hasn't made it a song yet. Hey, the Cockstar. (laughs) Hey, now, you're a Cockstar. (laughs) Take your pants off. (laughs) Get laid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Interesting. All right, Tony, why don't we hit that uh, that intro and let's get this thing started. Well, I mean, episode... it's the last episode of the year. What else can we say? This is it, bro. This is it. 
cashing our chips in for 2023. Last episode of 2023, baby. Yeah, and who knows what else we're going to talk about tonight. We may talk about men in your neck of the woods. All this and more. Episode 669, the final episode of 2023 on the Shining Wizards podcast. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network. Broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. You are watching Shining Wizards. You are watching Shining Wizards. Wrestling podcast. Wrestling podcast. Yeah. You are watching Shining Wizards. You are watching Shining Wizards. Wrestling podcast. Wrestling podcast. Yeah. Yeah. tuned in live to episode 669 69 of the shining wizards wrestling podcast live on social media everywhere you go on streaming and podcasting platforms around this great world of ours it's the end of 2023 and what better way to blow off 2023 and welcome in 2024 with some wrestling talk and talk about the wrestling tony and some kevin hey J 2023. And I do want to start off by just letting everyone know Matt is still alive and well. He's been very busy as of late. As a matter of fact, over last weekend, and I think actually this whole weekend, um, put a bunch of Patreon exclusive episodes in the hopper. Yeah, man. Released one last week. I know we got two more coming for January. So he misses all of you. Uh, not so much that he couldn't be here tonight, but he will definitely be back, I think, next week as we kick off 2024. Fellas, Merry Christmas to both of you. Oh, thank you, sir. Merry New Year. Merry New Year. And how was the Christmases? I'll say start with Kevin, but I don't want to pick one over the other. So whoever wants to jump in, go ahead. We have initials, Tony. I know, but, you know, you guys are Kevin today. That's it. 
Nah, I'm KJG always. I'm first handsome, Kevin. Uh, <sighs> even though it's still I'm Tony. debatable. I'm fucking Tony. Do you see my name? It never changes. I don't have initials. I don't have a doppelbanger on the show. I don't have somebody who's a more handsome or more ugly version than myself. So I'm just Tony. So there you oh, go. Uh, Mike Peterson says he's calling guys he doesn't like Tony. Oh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> Cheer- <laughs> cheers to you, pal. There you go. Hope Boxing Day is everything you fucking imagine it would be. <laughs> Uh, your holidays the floor is yours oh dude it was it was awesome it was a good time man with the when you have when you have like nieces and like it's just like the best like it's more it's always about them it's not about you but also like when you have uh when you're very close to your father uh just getting him stuff that he might like is always good just more like it's as stupid as this sounds it's more about making other people happy than it is about your own happiness doesn't sound stupid at all yeah it's just like it's just but it it makes it makes you feel so good like when you see like your brother open up a gift that he wasn't expecting like i got him like it's it's something as like average as like florida marlins pajamas like you know what i mean like like this, and he was it wasn't on his list. He he wasn't expecting it, and he just reacted pretty cool. Getting him a a, a Devil's Jack Hughes jersey, which he wasn't expecting, was because it was so expensive. But I I splurged and got it, and it was just like it, it, it was just a great holiday. Then we went over there to their house for dinner. We watched football, and God, who who can't who can't get enough football? Football, basketball. It was just tremendous. So yes, long story short. Good enough holiday, yes. Good, good. Tony, yours, uh, the holidays treat you right? Yeah, we went to my sister-in-law's house Christmas Eve, got to see my niece and nephew. They're like, you know, that Santa Claus age. Santa Claus showed up at the house to bring them gifts, so they were quite surprised. How much, uh, uh, how much is getting a Santa run a guy back? Oh, I have no idea. I have no, my wife tried to get that information and yeah, they didn't, okay. they didn't want to spill the beans. Gotcha. I imagine it was a couple of bucks. I don't really know how much, but here's the funny thing, right? So when I was a kid, I mean, I didn't know till much later who Santa Claus was, but when I was a kid and Santa came to the door, like I would lose my shit. I'd be like, Santa's here. Oh my God. Start running through the house. They were like calm as could be. Hi, Santa. You want to come in? I was kind of <laughs> surprised. So, yeah, so so it was fun. And then yesterday uh, we did the traditional thing. My dad and his uh, girlfriend and my brothers and my brother's girlfriend and all their kids. And uh, my niece, who was 17, got herself a uh, handsome bloke for a boyfriend. So got to meet him for the first time. Yeah, it was, it was good times, man. We all got together, had a nice big meal. The conversation was great, you know. And uh, Some guy got killed on Route 3 on the way home. So we had a detour through Bloomfield. But, you know, otherwise. Oh God! Well, here's a here's a tip. Mention that here, because here's a tip, people: don't cross a fucking six lane highway with a divider in the dark. Oh shit! Bad news, people. Bad Uh, news, dude. Don't cross Route Three ever, 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 (laughs) ever, 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 ever. (laughs) God, I do. Before HK uh, lets us know how his holidays went, I do want to say Saturday, I went to my aunt's house for something that she called mingle and jingle. Kevin. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm intrigued. No, it was just it was, it was who a was family whose jingles. I guess it was the, no, uh, it was just a, it was just a clever name that she made for it because my cousin moved to <laughs> Ireland, who I'm really close with, and so he came back. I wasn't expecting him to be back, and it was just like 
super duper cool to see him, his wife, who's pregnant. Um, so that was like basically the last time I'll see them in probably two or three years, if I had to guess. So that was awesome. So I, I, I forgot about that. I just wanted to mention that part of it. But anyway, HK, how the hell was your Christmas? It's just fine. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm intrigued by this mingle and jingle, but uh, yeah, <laughs> just, uh, you know, pretty standard, pretty, pretty plain, plain wrapped uh, Christmas for us here. We, we went up, uh, went up to see cave. It's uh, about a two and a half, three hour drive North. So we, we did that on Saturday morning. The fog was horrible, uh, but still, still took the, took the time to drive up there. I got to hang out with him for a little bit. He actually gave me a, an old one of the original like 1997 or 98 stone cold steve austin shirts that he special ordered out of the magazine from way back then so that was that was unbelievable i couldn't believe that he still had it it's one of those shirts like he's one of those guys where like you know it's a good shirt because he hangs it up and never wears it that's was that stone cold steve austin shirt was hangs it up never wore it so uh yeah he gave me that he's like ah, i'm sure you get a kick out of this so that was that was fantastic and then christmas eve we went to molly's families and christmas day we didn't do a goddamn thing so it was nice. it was nice yeah it's nice you you brought up an interesting thing about the the austin t-shirt and it kind of begs the question for me did you guys ever have a wrestling shirt of somebody you weren't a fan of Got a ton of them. Okay. Because, like, yeah. I got – because you mentioned Stone Cold Steve Austin. And one day, like, my mom just, like, showed up home with the Austin shirt with, like, the the big the snake, like, the cobra on it. That's the one Cave just gave me. Really? Says, Don't well, trust anybody on the back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I was never a big – because I was such a Bret Hart guy that I did not like Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. So, like, like – but I got that shirt, and I still really liked the shirt. Course. So like I wore it, but I just never cared for Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I wonder if like Tony, like, were you like, were you a st- were you a Stone Cold guy? Like, did you have a, an Austin three sixteen shirt or anything like that? I was a Stone Cold guy. I did not have a three sixteen shirt. I didn't have a DX shirt. Had a Nia Jack shirt and hated the shit out of her. <laughs> That's a very good point. <clears throat> yeah. So like I had the, I had a DX shirt because I loved Triple H. Uh, at the time and uh, i actually was a Shawn michaels guy too even though i was a bret hart guy which is sacrilege but i when Shawn michaels turned babyface, i was a fan of both like Mm -hmm. so much and and then when triple h uh came in i had the uh the it was like a big gold h with like the three on the uh, on the bottom of it and then the blood triple h shirt and then uh, i thought that was like that was that was a wax seal it's like a circle yeah, it's a wax seal with, with the red H's. I it's thought a, it, it, it yeah. didn't drip. No, it's a wax seal though. That's that's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. What does that What does that mean? A wax seal. So like uh, on the boy, I don't I forget the time period now, but you'd take like a uh, a wax seal and put it on an envelope. Yeah, so like you would you would seal the envelope with like drippings of wax, and what you would do is once the wax hit the paper, you would take your your imprint, whether it was your logo or something, and press it into the wax. So when it clo- when it when it dried, it would have like whatever insignia was on that little like like thumper or whatever, like in the that? wax. Yeah, yeah. Why why would it do that? That's silly. Why was Triple H's gimmick a wax seal? 
I guess because he was trying to seal his communique. I don't know. Maybe because it was like, I don't know, like royalty. Like not everybody did that. Breaking out of the, uh, the blue blood, but still, you know, crossing over maybe. I don't, I don't know. Is, 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 is a wax seal like known to people? Is that like, was that in 1998? In 1997, was that like a publicly known thing? Probably not used as much at that point. Because that's when the shirt came out. Because I get, I remember I went to. Um, oh, you can still buy wax seals. You can still buy them. Nice. You can buy stamps. They got all kinds of like. You could get your initials. All kinds of shit. Oh yeah. This is wild, that, dude. That, that may have been later than 1999. That may have been. Oh. When that shirt Sorry. came out, it had to have been 1999 because Triple H was then a, a bad guy at that point. DX had already kind of. <clears throat> Oh no! In two thousand. So I so I remember getting, I I went I did a, a trifecta pay per views. I went to SummerSlam, uh, or no, I went to Royal Rumble, Raw, and SmackDown all back to back to back to back. Uh, one was at the Meadowlands, and the two were at the Garden, the, the the night shows. And it was like around my birthday time, and so I wanted my buddies were there, and they tried to get me the DX shirt, but I bought it first. Uh, for myself, and then they got me that Triple H, I guess, whatever you said, wax seal. Yeah, wax seal shirt came out in 1998. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm looking that to see there was right. something on the back of it. Yeah, but Royal Rumble wasn't in 98 at the at the, at the Garden. On the back of the shirt, it says, at first, if you don't succeed, come back and we'll beat you again. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. That's what's on, yeah. That's what I'm seeing right now on the back of it. It's like the the red, right? The red H H H. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Wax 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 seal T shirt. Triple H wax seal shirt. 1998. Can Weird, I tell you, people on social media, I don't give a shit that the last day of the year is one two three one two three. Can we knock it off? Seriously. <laughs> why did you? Why did? Wh- how did that enter your head right now? <laughs> because I'm just aggravated, and things are aggravating me now. We're talking nice. about. I, I thought I broached a good. Topic you did, <laughs> and all of a sudden you take it to like shitting on something that has nothing to do with wrestling. Yeah, one two three, one two three. Yeah, fuck that. One two three, kid. <laughs> well, all right, there you go. There's the connection. There you go. Oh, speaking I, of I one two, do one two three. I was just like one two three, kid. I was just like, <laughs> I was doing jazz hands. Was like, one two three, kid. <laughs> Did uh, Signal One Two Three Kid? Did either of you guys see the uh, the supposed Reddit leak? Oh no, I did not hear about this. What is this? Okay, is him in China? No, no, no. Supposedly the oh. uh, full rundown, uh, all entrance uh, entrance for the Royal Rumble. Don't Get the out. fuck out of here! Don't, I don't really? want to talk about yep. it. Don't even want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. If there's, <laughs> don't, don't want to talk about. It, don't tell me <laughs> if there's a. Point oh five percent. If it's above the legal limit for driving, I do not want to even talk about it because there's a little going to be a little bit of truth to it. So I, the Royal Rumble is my favorite day of the year, so I cannot take the chance of any spoilers happening. I ended up scrolling, and it popped up on my feed, and I stopped, and I started reading, and this is this was this hit me on Twitter. I'm not I'm not on Reddit, not a Reddit guy, but uh, I was scrolling through Twitter, and it. Twitter popped up, and uh, yeah, one of the supposed surprises. Don't, don't, don't say it. Please don't. Let me. If if you're gonna do this, I will leave the show for a minute, <laughs> two minutes. 
and then you have to come back. The like I don't I don't understand. Like I don't think people understand how much I love the freaking Royal Rumble. I love like, it too, man. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to get spoils about the Rumble either. I didn't want. I like I did not want to see it, <laughs> but I was like, well, this is this is a like I figured it was fictitious, right? I figured it was a fake leak. So I started reading through it. Obviously, and some of the some of the stuff seems like even it could be, could even be the accurate. fake stuff. Even the fake stuff that I would be able to tell is totally totally fake. I don't want to see that either because I don't want like my mind being warped in preparation for the rumble. Like I don't want that. I want to go in fresh. I don't go yeah. on the internet. I send fresh. my picks. I do this and that, and then I don't. I don't talk to the world until I watch the Royal Rumble. Gotcha. That's it. Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Kevin. All right, go ahead. If you had to guess who the leak said was winning the Royal Rumble, who would you say? So so I don't even want to guess because I'm going to see your face and I'm going to know whether I'm right or wrong. Because Here, I don't there, there to... Kevin. Who do you think? Oh, you're going to give it away. <laughs> you're going to give it away somehow. Give it away, give it away. I mean, I right, I will. How about this? How about I? How about I say who I think is going to win the Royal Rumble? Yeah, and I'm going to in in to in uh in lieu. That's going to assume who I think the leak was. Okay. I think, in my head, they are running it back with Cody. I think Cody is going to be one of those stories, like Austin, like Sean, uh, that runs it back and he becomes one of those back-to-back rumble winners to make his run towards roman that much more special so that's his his time away from roman has a little more juice to it so i 100 percent think that there's no doubt in my mind right now that cody well i mean that that might be a little strong my i think cody rhodes is winning the royal rumble again and i think he will win back to back and i think he will choose to go to smackdown challenge roman he'll win that championship from roman and boom that's the bottom line because stone cold said so any predictions on who might be surprise entrance so and i think i talked about this last week i don't think you need any you don't other than maybe like returns on the roster like i said i I, like aj styles is already back um uh, braun Strowman's a guy you could have in there um, I'm I got to guess. A Sheamus is probably in, in the cards too. Uh, but me. like, Hit. if if you have anyone non-main roster, like if there's anyone from AEW that's cut loose that you want to bring in, I don't know, or yeah, any impact. Guy, maybe maybe Nick Aldis joins. I don't know. Tony, what was your? Uh, what did you have? Oh wait a minute. Do I have this in my? No, I don't. I have to download it. Dun 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 dun, dun, dun feed. Me more. <laughs> I'll bet you that fucker comes back. If he's gonna come back ever, it's gonna be at the Royal Rumble. Dude, he'll come back and he'll get eliminated. All right, so here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I love it. He he's gonna come out. He's gonna enter the ring. Santino Morella is gonna be the guy that came in right before him. Santino. Oh, as soon no. as Ryback gets in the ring, Santino Morella is gonna eliminate him in point seven seconds. Greatest Intercontinental Champion of all the times, because. Freaking Ryback has no place in wrestling ever again, in my opinion. None. Zero. What? Maybe Wade Barrett. Maybe now. Wade Barrett. I can see Wade Barrett coming in. Yeah. Wade wouldn't be. I would love to see uh, uh, Henning. That would be nice. Who, Joe? He ain't getting in there. 
if, if if there was a time to do some sort of weird like oh man what if they did like a next wow all right now my now my mind is percolating <laughs> now if husky harris was in there that would fucking blow me all right away. shut up that's that was mean <laughs> that'd be a shocker but like what if like uh like what if like like joe henning is still there um no Wade you know what he'll, he'll get the doug they, they gilbert could, pop <laughs> nothing they could, get, they could get darren young back they could get heath in there nobody wants them come on yeah. dude. dude imagine that imagine when Barrett comes into the nexus theme and all of a sudden, like, and then, all right, so, oh. Michael here, Tarver, if, you said? What if CM Punk is number one, right? He's oh, number no. one entrance, CM Punk. And then Wade Barrett's music hits, and it's, we walk alone, bow do do dee la do ba do ba do ba dee ba do What, and Nexus then, versus Core? No. He, I was going to say, uh, you went, yeah, but yeah, do Nexus. And then Punk takes his Nexus band out, Barrett has his oh, Nexus band out. Oh, get out of here. Oh, get out of here. Yo, that's not I'm for here me. For it. I'm not here for me. it. We never got that blow off between Wade Barrett and Punk when Punk took over the Nexus. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think Wade Barrett got hurt and got fired. No, that's what happened. Mean. Yeah, Wade Barrett got hurt and then no, he got he, let no, go while he was hurt. No, but then he still became like the, um, the he got hurt a, guy. He got hurt a few times. Or let's say he, he, never, had got, the, he uh, never got fired from that. He, he, he got, was around way longer than the Nexus thing. He got no, but he got released while he was hurt because he was part of the uh, the group with Cesaro and Rusev. Weren't they all like the internationals or the, some shit? The League of Nations. That's when that, he got fired. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got hurt. He. I remember he got he got shit canned. He got hurt and he yeah, threw a fit that he was hurt. That was a while after the Nexus core stuff. No, but he he got hurt during that time period. But he also got hurt during the League of Nations, and that was kind of the end of it. As I far as I remember. Dirty. I thought it was during his, they canned his Bad News Barrett gimmick, and then he Oh, maybe it. it was. Was Bad News Barrett the last thing he did? Let's see, looking now, Bad News Barrett, King Barrett. King Barrett was the last thing he did with the <laughs> Cosmic Wasteland. <laughs> yeah, that might be the worst finishing move in the history of professional wrestling, by the way. Uh, battering Ram. To... Uh... No, the Bullhammer was pretty cool. No, but the Battering Ram was, could probably be the worst finisher. Bushwhackers? Yeah, yeah. No, I got it. Um, Come on, what's worse than what's worse than the battering ram? Ooh, I'm sure you can think of something. Let's have a conversation, the... boys. What? Yeah, let's do this. Let's not. You know what? Let's flush the format. What's the uh, worst finishing move of all time? I think Wasteland is pretty bad. Just like a revert, like just it looked. It didn't look good. Yeah. Um. How did Wasteland go? I gotta look this it's, up. It now. was like he had him up like he was in like a Samoan drop type position, but instead of like dropping back, he literally just like landed. Yeah. Oh, and then Fireman's carry lift and then overhead. Yeah. But then what's his nuts did that too? Sheamus didn't he do the forward roll like he called it something else? No, Sheamus was a little bit more creative. I thought he um, had him on his shoulders, but he did a forward roll with him. Finley did that, I believe. Oh, the Finley roll that was it. Yeah. But, uh, so, all right, where do we stand on the heart punch? Oh, it's it's towards the very top of the worst of the moves. And, and its association with Crush does not help it. No, it does not. Because, like, who, yeah, but, who, did it, who did it first? Stan Hansen did it first. Or was he just a lariat guy? 
No, Stan Stasiak you're thinking of. Yeah. Oh, Stan Stasiak did the heart punch. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but you know what? Like, the heart punch was believable because, like, you could really fuck somebody up if you punch them in the chest at the time that their heart was beating. Yeah. Well, not the greatest, at- not, not the greatest, but at least look- it had some sort of plausibility. Crushed through such an awful punch and he pulled it so freaking much, like to the point where like he it almost looked like he never made contact. And that's why I don't think they they uh kept it with him. All right, how about this? <laughs> Hear me out. Not the Cobra clutch, but do you remember the time where Sergeant Slaughter did that submission move where he just kind of rubbed it was oh the like, noogies? I ra- oh, yeah. I racked his Iraq turn. He just started like noogieing a guy to death. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not good. Uh, apron bump. Uh, Kyle. Uh, Jim Duggan's tape fist punch and the three point stance shoulder block. That's pretty lame. That was a clothesline too, though. So that wasn't necessarily a shoulder block. It was a clothesline. Brundo coming in with uh the worm. That's pretty bad. Did he? Ever, I put did the worm up... matches with that though. I guess no, he because he would he would do that and then he would kind of go for something else, wouldn't he? Like he wouldn't go for a cover. Does anyone remember Scotty too hotty? I guess he had to have at least one. Ma- but like normally, like it, I feel like two cools matches would end with. Oh, it was Alabama yeah. Jam. Yes, it was the fish drop, and then what's his nuts would get on the thing with the glasses, rub them, yeah. and then do the fucking the big leg drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when Michaels was doing the teardrop suplex, didn't care for that. That was so. I, so here's oh god, I'm so the execution. The execution. It looked good, but it as a finisher, so fluid. Yeah, yeah but the wor- really? You put that in the worst category, though? That, it wasn't I mean, a terrible it, finisher. What, when you have guys doing side suplexes in matches anyway, and his his move is just like more of like a glorified side suplex, the yeah. only thing about it is that it's more fluid, and he gets his, instead of like wrapping his hands around the waist and putting the arm over your head, he like went in between the legs. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it is... Put his arm around the well head. Well played. Well and played. Then, and then went over. <laughs> it was a. I just remember like playing Royal Rumble on Super Nintendo, and that was his finish. Like, yeah, it was just. It was. It wasn't a finisher, but it was cool. But it was. Thankfully, it was brief. HK. Yeah. Boy, there's there's so many. so Ultimate Warrior. Oh yeah. Just yeah, but he was. But I mean, that was powerful. It was the Gorilla Press. It was into the splash. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, as a combo, sure, but as a standalone, just that that splash, no good for me. Uh what about anybody that used the claw? Baron von Raschke, the von Eriks. So, so that kind of looked believable to me a little bit, based on, but it would depend on how the announcers like sold it. Like you know what I mean? Like, like Kerry von Eriks claw. Like if Gorilla Monsoon was on the call. I could kind of accept it for what it was. <laughs> one, one second here. I'm sorry. He saw this. I'm sorry. I knew. I hey, knew hand right job, there. Kyle. Why don't you go fuck yourself? All right. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle brings whatever Jimmy Del Rey's finish was probably sucked. <laughs> and handsome Kevin's eyes came out of his head. I will, the, I will find the, you and I will sleep assault your bitch ass. Did the Heavenly Bodies ever win a match in WWE where they actually God damn right they did. Yeah, they beat what the Rock and Rolls, finish? didn't they? Yeah, they beat Rock and Roll Express at fucking SummerSlam. What was their finish? They fucking hit him with a goddamn racket. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Not the oh. worst. But what's what was like if oh Lex Luger's fucking move. forearm? That sucked. Yeah, but that made sense, you know. All right, let me ask you this question, guys. 
is there a professional wrestler that you could think of off the top of your head that you don't remember what their finish was? Hmm. Like, I'll hmm. throw one out to you because we mentioned him earlier. The Red Rooster. What the hell was his finish? Oh, God. Good question. I'm sure it was called Cock of the Walk. Should have been. Was, he was a it a drop kick? He wasn't a figure four guy. What was he? Maybe know, he like, was. No, because Garvin, Valentine, Flair, they were all figure four guys kind of in that era. Tito, I don't know. Tito was a figure four guy too. Tito was a figure. Uh, yeah. Greg Valentine was a uh, figure four guy. I always like Greg Valentine's figure four though. Because he turned the the, knee, the, the yep. brace around. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. So Matt hates Ronnie Roddy Garvin. Or Ron, uh, Ronnie, oh, Ronnie God. Garvin, Garvin Stomp's got to be in the conversation. Oh, yeah. Garvin. But no, but that led into the figure four, though. I like the Garvin Stomps. I I, I thought it was so unique. It was kind of like then Earthquake came in and he did like the tremors before the avalanche. Yeah. Where he would jump around the guy and then run and do the splash. Yeah. Okay. Terry Taylor had some sort of reverse chicken wing where they went back to back that he used on Barry Horowitz on an episode of Superstars. It looked like was it a submission? It was a, it was a was it a submission move? Yeah, he kind of he, so he 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 grabs the left arm. All right, he takes him down there. He's working it. Oh, they are you kidding me? They showed a fucking arm bar and and a fall, and they didn't show the finisher because the finisher looked like dog shit. Honestly, he kind of yeah he kind of goes back to back with the uh, Barry Horowitz. I'm trying to see how he set it up. He's doing his little fucking cock strut. All right, yeah, so he takes the left arm. Oh, and he, but he didn't even chicken wing it. Like, his oh, arm he just kind of... It was a chicken wing. You know what? You're kind of right. But it, it was gimpy. It wasn't, it wasn't like a Bob Backlund chicken wing or a... Or a um, and they never, not, did they, they never went to the ground either, did they? Or did they? No, no, no. It was, it was just up in the air. He would kind of give him like a hangman. It's like... Yeah. It's like um, oh, shit. Um... Pfft. The fucking guy with the green tongue. Why well, can't I think of his name? Missing George Animal Steel. Oh, George Animal Steel. He had the chicken wing, but he went like back to chest. Like he got the guys, he got him in that fucking, you know, he got his arm behind him and he would just hoist him up by his arm, you know? So the dude would be up in the air with his arm behind his back. All right. But so I don't I'm know gonna... what the fuck this was. So I'm going to name a wrestler and I will preface it because some people had finishes somewhere else and not some at another promotion. Could you tell me? Off the top of your head right now, in WWF, what was Dusty Rhodes' finish? Well, wasn't it just a standing elbow? I've was seen that... him throw drop kicks, but he didn't finish with that. I thought, I thought after after a couple of bionic elbows, he would just hit the ropes and hit a, like a rolling elbow, you know, just off the ropes, yeah, and that was it. Elbow. Okay, all right. I'm not, I'm just asking because I can't no. remember it. So. Right, now I got to look up Dusty Rhodes on Superstars. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be this is this is gonna be the best episode of all time. By the you way, you know, you know what I what I fucking don't like. Couple of moves that uh, the fucking spear. The spear's miserable. It's fucking Everyone overused. Everyone has one too. It's overused. It's 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 not a it's not a finish. And then the other thing too, Canadian fucking destroyer. I absolutely goddamn hate. Absolutely. It's overdone. Yeah, and it, it's kind of like not a great move, really. And nope. it's not even a finish anymore. That's how like exactly. like when it, when it was Sorry. when Petey Williams brought it into the world. It was something. Forget about it. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And then like and if you want to. If you want to say Adam Cole, Adam Cole didn't destroy it, no pun intended. Uh, but like, 
what, what the Panama City, what it's called, the Panama City, the Panama Sunrise, the Panama right? Sunrise. Yeah, that that was okay too. But the fact that like when you see, uh, so, I feel like some old guy just did it uh, recently, and not named Chris Jericho, but yeah. oh, the Judas effect. That's up there. That sucks. Oh, that bat, the back elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, just like, so you know, Dusty Rhodes was an elbow off the ropes, not off the top, but he would like hit the ropes, drop a big elbow, and that was it. That was his finish. All right. So there you so, go. Let's see if I could throw somebody else out there, and we will get to the current wrestling talk, I'm sure. But this is yeah, just too maybe, much fun. Maybe it's not, it's the Christmas episode <laughs> of the show. What do you think um, of Superman punches? Uh, I so, mean, Roman Reigns doing it, yeah. He's big and strong. Orange Cassidy doing it, he could eat a fucking bag. So that's I'm so glad you brought that up because that brings me back to the spear conversation. Mm-hmm. When you have a guy like Goldberg or Roman Reigns doing it, or I'll even say Edge doing it and and Lashley doing it, big guys, awesome. But when you have like a guy who I'm a super fan of, Christian doing it, mm-hmm. just to kind of do it in spite of Edge, like it still is not an effective move. Like you can't. Like there's no way you're you're that light and that skinny that that's gonna like break my freaking ribs that or hurt me that bad when he does it. You know, another move I never cared for is the unprettier, and I think I love that move. I think the the reason why is that I always want him to instead of like bringing him around and then just drop him down backwards, I want him to be like a reverse pedigree. That's what I want that move to be. Oh God, really? someone does that, don't no. they? could fucking Someone kill that. somebody doing that no no I, you could get away with it you get away with it kill him and get away with it yeah, yeah sure that's, right. <laughs> that's exactly what i meant yeah but the unprettier has been around like um tommy rogers used to use it as his finisher the uh, great gino caruso used it as his finisher like that's kind of got some you know pedigree yeah. not pedigree but you know no i i think no. it's, i mean it's like the it's no different than i guess like the styles clash would be the only thing is though you'd have to like keep i don't know how i don't know how i don't know how the person taking it would have to do it i know where we would have to be and i know how it would get set up but i don't know how he would actually have to take it like i can't picture that part <coughs> in my head yeah you just you'd ha- you'd ha- you'd lock the arms and then you would have to pick them up and then you'd drop to your knees right and do yeah. you go the person taking it do you Go ahead to the side. You always go ahead, ahead to the. Always go ahead to the side. Head yeah. to the side, right? You don't like. You don't do like the the where like normally you tuck your chin. You wouldn't go Styles Clash where you lift your head up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, roadblock. Remember roadblock. What, his finisher. <laughs> yep. Did, was he like an airplane spin guy? No, no. He would walk to the outside of the ring, and he'd face the outside of the ring and he'd go backwards and he would just do almost like he'd roll over the top rope and fall on the guy splash. You gotta be talking about like roadblock when he got wins. That that wasn't WCW roadblock. Oh man. If you're watching Saturday night, roadblock came out, he'd get the win. What do you mean? Joey Maggs? Oh, of course. <laughs> Joe Gomez. Name him. He got him. <laughs> Fucking Joe Gomez. Goddamn desperado. <clears throat> apparently, Joe, uh, apparently Joe Gomez is a real likable guy. Manny here. Good morning, fellas. Anybody said the teardrop by Shawn Michaels? You bet your sweet ass I did. <laughs> what about... Let me see if I can name somebody else in WWE. All right. This one is just borderline <laughs> trivia because he did have one. But I just want to see if you guys know. 
Haku. What was Haku's finish in WWE? The thrust kick. No? Yeah, it could be. I thought it was something else, but that could be it. No, it had to have been the thrust kick. I thought it was a pile driver. Hmm. I don't remember I don't that. I think so. I don't remember Haku ever giving anybody a pile driver. I think he was a pile driver guy. Like Coco. All right. Let's go to YouTube and look up Haku. <laughs> <laughs> I just always remember the Tongan duck. And you know, uh, who is it? Matata. Fuck this. <laughs> Bar- Barbarian. He had that, uh, that he walked on the second rope. And then drop the elbow. That always looked badass, too. Yeah, that was cool. He did that from Powers of Pain and when he went to singles, too. Yeah. And me and Matt, and actually, like, the Patreon episode that we... Uh, ah, we sh- um, don't give anything away. That we didn't do at all because I'm lazy. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to throw the kibosh on it. I just heard A on the Patreon. I'm like... Mm. And I like how you defaulted to, we didn't do because I'm lazy. Yeah, well, I'm not going to throw him under the bus. He didn't do anything wrong. All these, all I'm finding are videos of people saying what a badass Haku was. Here's what you do. Here's how you find a match of somebody. Put Haku superstars. I tried that. It didn't work for Dusty. Or wrestling chat put like Haku wrestling challenge, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, here Brett the Hitman Hart versus Haku. Hercules versus Bret Hart. Haku. <laughs> but this is what I'm finding. This is all superstars. Demolition versus Andre and Haku. Uh, Haku versus Greg Valentine. <laughs> all right. Oh, the coronation he could be of King Greg Haku. Valentine. Greg Valentine. All right, here we go. Virgil days. versus Haku. <laughs> he's he's got to be Virgil, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be Virgil's push. <laughs> oh my god. See, this is the problem. Haku is too, too generous. Google Haku versus Joey Mags. <laughs> uh, Wait Brundin, a minute. Brundin oh no, Brandon. this is when DiBiase oh, got god. involved. Fuck. This All doesn't right. help. Road Dog Pump Slam. Not bad. I like how it, he, I, I didn't he, hate that either. He set it up and then he kind of thrusted the guy before. Yeah. No, I mean, I that. guess it's no worse than the Wasteland, but it. I thought it was pretty good. I'll tell you what one of the most underrated finishes of all time is. Is the meltdown wrath? Yep. From WCW, that was like to me when I saw that, that was like the equivalent to the jackhammer. Like from Goldberg, it, to me it was that impressive the way Wrath did it, and then Test took it, and it wasn't as good. Or maybe I again I don't know who did it first, but I'm pretty sure Wrath did it first in WCW Adam Bomb, and that was a tremendous. Tremendous finish, and uh, I really thought that that Wrath was going to go places because if Goldberg could get away with only having one move, then <coughs> Wrath could have too. Uh, Haku thrust kick. He beat Jerry Allen with it when he was King Haku. Right. So there you go. He even did the fucking martial arts pose in the corner, squatted down before he hit it. All right. All right. I know. I got no beef with that. <laughs> I got no beef with Haku. So worst no ever. Uh, worst ever? Do we do we do we have do we have a, a bow to put on this? Or are we still thinking? I don't know. I just I like this conversation. What beats the battering ram? <laughs> that's the question. So that's a tag team move, which makes it yeah. even double worse. Yeah, I didn't mind the battering. I'm fighting with somebody's head in your hand. Yeah, I didn't mind it, dude. 
But it wasn't even like they were Samoans or anything where their heads really hurt, you know? Like, are, are, are guys from New Zealand known for, like, their heads being hard? Like, is that a thing? I think it is. For sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, how about the good old Nards plow? Always good. Oh, how about the, Oh, here's one. How about here is a Minnesota guy for you, Kev? How about the berserker just throwing somebody over the top rope and getting a count out? <laughs> Huss. Huss. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. I just so it's it's hard too when you when like guys don't get many wins and you forget exactly like you forget their finish because you don't see their finish very frequently. Oh, here's one. Speaking of berserker. What guys, do you remember what Papa Shango's finish was? Shoulder breaker. Nailed it. Yeah. I was actually well, gonna that was Rocky that. that was Rocky Maivia's finisher too. That's a that's a that's yeah. up there. He started with the he started with the shoulder breaker, then he moved to what the drop kick, right? I thought he'd be a drop kick. I thought he may have been a cross body guy, but you might have dropped. He kick. was a cross body oh, guy. Cross-body. Yeah, it could have been a cross body. Also, oh. not good. this is fun. I can talk about this forever. Most underrated tag team finisher ever to me is Tony, the Rougeos. The Bomba de Rougeau? The the Boston Crab with the leg drop on top. See, no, I thought you meant. Oh no, wait, off the wait. That's the Quebecers. That's that the was Quebecers. the Quebecers. Gotcha. Um, yeah, the Rougeos could have done it too. By the way. No, most underrated tag team finisher of all time, Handsome Kevin. I'm I I have one. I gotta find it here. But give me give me a give me a second. Give me a second. I, I got you beat, bro. Doesn't matter what you find. Underrated, not greatest, because I think people underrated. Remember. Let me see. Give me an era. Eighties. Oh, late eighties, early nineties, maybe. Definitely late eighties. Alright, so I'm trying to think if the brainbusters had a finish. Give me one second. Yeah, they had a spike pile driver. Yeah. Oh, that that was actually pretty good. So that's yeah, spike pile driver is always good. Yeah, always a great move. Well, especially when Tully was the one giving the driver. That's yeah, awesome. but the dude, the, yeah, the dude has to be like you got to kind of have straight legs for it, otherwise it looks goofy. Because you kind of want to get the impression that you're getting that shot yes, down through the person. You have to get spikes. So I guarantee yeah. you, Tully and Arn were saying you have to get as vertical as you possibly can. Oh, Tito took that at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah, but like I'm talking about like the squash matches with like local guys. Like, you know oh, I, mean? I know. Like, yeah, the dudes who never got their legs all the way up and shit. Yeah, they, yeah. They like you have to. T- have you Come on, handsome Kevin. Bro? What do you got, bro? What I'm got? I'm tr- I'm fucking trying to find it here. I got it on my phone. Can, I can't can you give fuck. me the team and I can tell you who it was? What it was? They, they didn't use it for that long. That's the only problem. It's a team the, we know. The yes. new uh, oh, yeah. Midnight Express. No. <laughs> the new Rockers. No. Oh, what about that rocker dropper? <laughs> oh God, stop it! You always got to get so morbid. <laughs> yeah. I mean that yeah. guy did all right. He made he made quite a bit of money on that. It wasn't their finish, but do you remember when uh, Charlie Haas and Shelton <laughs> Benjamin, and I think the Rockers did it too, did the old uh, leapfrog onto the ropes with the guy with the oh like holding him uh, draped over the ropes? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, think the, yeah. I think that was a Rockers vehicle too. But that was a good uh, world's greatest tag. I don't even know what their finish was now that I think about it. I don't think they had one. It wasn't that they never won a match with that? I don't think unless I'm totally wrong. Yeah, I don't know so, what they're. Go ahead, HK. I just I just retweeted it on uh, the Year of Duke and Rogue page. Uh, it is, it is, the Smoking Guns. 
Oh, the I Sidewinder! I, it is so fucking amazing. That's a that's a tremendous finish. Yeah, he picks him up while he has him in the no 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 Kevin, can you see it? Oh, he does he DDT him from his head? They didn't use that long, unless I'm confusing it. It's like he picks him up in uh, in like a Dominator style lift, (laughs) and Billy comes off the rope. Billy comes Billy comes off the top rope. Landing into a fucking reverse DDT, dropping him down. It's it was so amazing. That was was I know the move was called the Sidewinder. Was that it or did, was like? Because I thought it. I thought it was a leg drop in a in a like a in a sidewalk like slam. Sidewalk yeah. slam. They they eventually that's what they landed on, but okay. they that was during kind of a tinkering phase for them, and it it, it was such a badass move. That is a good move dude that's a, that's that's the winner that's a good pull no 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 i got your beat bro you're going shaker heights drop i got your beat tag team finish oh yeah oh well the, yeah that's the that's like the, the known best one though but, but that is the best one the powerplex look Everyone at this shit that's the best it, there's one. a compilation of this fucking thing look at this look at the timing bam he yeah, fucking but... stood up. Fuck that guy. Dude, <laughs> look yeah. at his shit. Look at this, dude. Look at the perfection here. Look at this. Wham! <laughs> Randy Kane Jones over there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> White <one> Virgil. Second. <laughs> one second. His last name is also Jones. <laughs> Power fucking Plex. Yeah, but that's like, I feel like that's like, lately, in the last like 10 years, the Power Plex has been like, considered the greatest tag team move of all time. But it's gotta be. It's gotta be. But what Kevin showed us the the, the I guess the pre sidewinder move is one that probably doesn't get enough credit and no, most people don't even really know about. I, Look at that. Here we go. I got that sweet bitch for you. Look at that. Is that Bob Holly? Yep. Look at this. That's, that's how they win the. That's got to be how they win the belts back after. Look at that. That is fucking beautiful. That yeah. that version yeah. of it right there, what you're showing on on YouTube and on all of our social media platforms, mm. is incredible. Yes, yeah, love it, fucking love it. Yeah. Oh Ooh, God. man. Sidewinder. <laughs> I would. So Tony, how would you feel if like WWE created an album like after Piledriver called Sidewinder? Wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't hate it. 1994. My my only question would be what wrestlers are singing what songs? Well, like, the smoking you... guns would sing Sidewinder. Would it be like a would it be a knockoff of Piledriver? Oh, 100%. All right, so here yeah, so you parody We're going to hit a from... Sidewinder. Yeah. <laughs> you parody every song from Piledriver, oh, but, come you, on. <laughs> but you make it new generation era. <laughs> What, Tony, give me the track list. Pull up the track list for... Uh, oh, God. All right. Let's do this. Uh, you know, I would like to I would like to see Triple H singing Stand Back. That's just me. Yeah. <laughs> and that would just make sense, like, 20 years right. down the yep. road. <laughs> I should have known these off the top, but I just want to make sure I get yeah, them I all. can't remember. Is Girls in Car- is girls Yes. In cars girl, hey, let's start with Girls in Cars. All right. So let's go New Generation Era. Who would sing a parody of Girls in Cars? Men on a Mission? Oh, Bob Holly. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's got to yeah. be Bob Holly. Brilliant. Yeah. It's got to be. 
<laughs> I beat them all in the car. <laughs> Call them hugs and plugs. <laughs> <laughs> Mouth hugs and plugs. Is that <laughs> Perfect. Boy. All right. The uh, the title song, Pile Driver, Coco Beware. Who's got that one? Sidewinder. That's, that's got to be the Sidewinder. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Deal oh, with yeah. this one. The Honky Tonk Man singing Honky Tonk Man. Uh, could we? All right. So we can't do. We can do Honky Donkey Man, but that's not New Generation. No. Um, how about a guy from the New Generation who would sing a song how about, about himself? How about, this? how about Honky Donkey Man? Hoinky doink. Oh, going doink. doink yeah. The clown. Oh God. Or the honky doinky man. I like the idea. I'm not digging honky doinky man though. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, isn't the isn't the obvious one rockabilly? But we already have him on Sidewinder, and he's ah, not there yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's got to be honky doinky man, and you have Doink the clown dressed up as Elvis. No, I'm the toilet cleaning man, T.L. Hopper. It's not bad. I'm the toilet cleaning man. He's the toilet cleaning man. <laughs> I'm bald. No. I'm dirty. I stink. All right. That's good. All right. You win. I, I got a long in. plunger <laughs> and a closet the shit in the back. <laughs> Once the lyrics are spelled out for me, yes, that's Steel Hopper. All right. Next, uh, Derringer singing Demolition. Um, this is a tough one. Who's a badass tag team from that era? There were none. Not really. The Godwins. Was Men on a Mission around for this? Men on a Mission! No, because that would have been they would have been done by ninety-five ish. Well, that's still that's still new gen. It's still yeah. kinda there. Yeah. Here comes the Mo. Here, Here comes, comes the Mabel. Mabel. Man on a mission, <laughs> and we got Oscar. Food on the table. You could still leave Walking Disaster. It would still yeah. work. There you go. <laughs> Holy Who's shit! It's an Oscar. All right, let me see what's next. Uh, Slick Jive Soul Bro, Ooh, one of the classics. Huh? That could be Oscar. That could be his solo vehicle. Uh, <laughs> Jive Soul Bro in the new gen era. You think, about, you think this is a what about br- like Jive Soul Hey Yo? What about like Razor? Like, Jive Soul Glow. It's Bret Hart singing about his fucking wet hair. <laughs> <laughs> or Jive Soul Gold for Gold Dust. And it's like Gold Dust dressed as Slick. Oh my God. Yeah, he, he comes out and he's doing the fucking yeah. like the dancing, like slick and yeah. shit. I'm a jive soul gold. Jive soul bro. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, all right. Uh, Jimmy Hart, crank it up. All right. Remind me how, what is crank it up for? Crank it up. Roll it out. Rip it up. Let's party down. Is that for anybody or is that just like a. That was used by the, um, the Young Stallions. Stallions? Yep. Oh, I was just, uh, William Mercy, wank it up. Say wank uh, it up? Yeah, because well, well, it did alliteration, WW. William, William Mercy, wank it up. Yeah, I was thinking it's got to be like crank it out or something like that. <laughs> How about up? Uh, Kona, Kona crank it out for crush? 
Uh, I'm, I mean, I, this is just all off the top of the head ski. Uh, there's got to be someone with spank or wank or maybe it could be like Doink's midget. Doink it out. You could put Doink bank in the You're equation. really dying to get Doink in there somewhere. <laughs> NK. It's the NK sound. I just want to think if there was any... I'm just Googling some... I'm, I'm Googling the uh, new generation roster. I want to take a look. Uh, I mean, you had Adam Baum. You had... Uh, Chris Candido was around skipping Sonny. Ooh. Earthquake. Dwayne hey, Gill. Hey, actually wank it out if you had skipping Sonny. Yeah, you just have Sonny. Use that Sonny <laughs> wank it out. Oh, wait, there's plenty more. Oh, the um, the Legion of Doom was around for this at this point. Jeff Jarrett. Um, Ken, Sh Ken Shamrock was new generation? Kinda? No, no Maybe. way. I don't well, then this list that. sucks. Yeah. Ludwig Borga. Oh. I, how about this? How about you keep it cranking out and just have it in his voice? You would if, you would have to do some uh, some some adjustments to that song if it was Ludwig Borga. Yeah. Oh God. Johnny Polo, Savio Vega, uh, Sid. Yeah, crank it out is the toughest one we've had crank, so far. Crank it out's a tough one. Huh? Tiger Ali Singh. God, crank it out. There's got to be someone that has some sort of. Who got... Maybe, maybe Pee Wee Herman comes in for a guest spot. Uh... Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. Uh... What if All it right. was Sherry just singing "Crank It Up"? Oh, it's "Crank It Up." Crank it out. No, not crank it out. Uh. All right. Like she's doing like a J-O instruction video? What about, what about Flash Funk? Flash Funk it out? Uh, no, that's not even good. Uh, um, <laughs> the rails are off. This is a tough one. That's the toughest one. You want to skip it? We'll come back? Yeah, we'll, we'll put, a, put a bow on it. Or uh, it. Well, if you thought that was bad, Hillbilly Jim and Gertrude waking up alone. Waking up alone or raking yep. up alone? No, waking. You have the the Godwins breaking up alone. Yeah, this this is like a love song ballad, though. Uh, well, it could be between Henry and Sonny, or Phineas and Sonny. <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Because <laughs> they're hog farmers, right? Mm-hmm. Bacon up alone. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> ring the bell if you're, if you're gonna either no sell me, at least ring the bell. No, no, no. I, 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 I just, I was, it was when you said waking, waking up alone. I, I, I just, I thought it just a bad joke, and now I'm gonna say it, and I shouldn't say it. It made me feel awful to even think about it. But I was like, you know, if it's waking up alone, and we fast forward a couple of years, we could have had uh, Martha Hart do a guest spot on it. Oh God. <laughs> Tony with a ten bell salute. I don't. I don't hate it. <laughs> Doesn't fit because of the time period, but right. I really don't hate it. Uh, could be a tribute to the Blue Blazer, for being honest. It could be. <laughs> you got to figure out a way to incorporate some of the big time players. 
uh, Ahmed Johnson still on the table for a song. Diesel still on the table for a song. Shawn Michaels still on the table for a song. Well, who's singing Stand Back? Triple H, we said. Were we doing Triple H? All right. Mean Gene Okerlin, Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. I think this has to be a cover, no? Yeah, it has to be. That's a it's a Rick Derringer. Yeah. So who's singing Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo? In the new gen era, Todd Pettengill. Oh, that's oh, a good God. Role. It'd be so annoying, though. Yeah, I like it. Ugh, he'd want to shoehorn all of his own lyrics in. Probably do Doc Hendricks, though. Oh, Ooh. hey! Rock and roll, hoochie coo. Do you remember Todd Pettengill's stuff when he did the slammies back then? Like, yeah, he was good. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you probably didn't listen to him a lot on PLJ either. I, I listened to him, him and Scott Shannon, all the time. Oh, he was so annoying though with all of his fucking song parodies. He just shoehorned shit in. Uh, I loved him on on when I was younger. I loved Scott Shannon and uh, peeled and uh, Todd in the morning before. Uh, before wrestling well, there you go yeah. uh all right let me see what the next one was oh the final song if you only knew i if think you, you just kind of have knew. to have everybody on there right yeah it'd be the whole new gen so who does who does the hogan and dibiase parts well virgil's still there so you could possibly have him in it well, dibiase's and, still, they're there, both too, still right? there they're both yeah. still there is, so but is, are we looking at the Hogan time period, or he's already gone when we're thinking? He's already gone. Album. Hogan's not new gen. DiBiase there is a commentator and a yeah, manager. But so they wouldn't really fit. Who's the hot feud at this point? Do we go Brett and Diesel? I think you go... Shit! Why didn't we have Bob Backlund sing a fucking song? That'd be nice. What? Maybe Bob's... Maybe he sings Crank It Out. Oh my god, Yes! Yes, yes, yes. Yep. And he just makes up his dumb shit like he would say in his promos. Yeah, whatever he wants <laughs> to do. Whatever he wants to do, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> the word Publian would be in there. Of course. Uh, Jump, in, dames. <laughs> Jump in, dames. Jump in, dames. Don't right. forget the birds. <laughs> oh, my God, the birds. We got to put Whippleman in here somehow, too. Uh... Maybe we do. Maybe we do Brett and Sid, and Whippleman plays the Virgil role, or he mounts nah, off with he mounts off with Brett, and he says, "Deal with Sid." Brett oh, okay, all right, that would that would work. So it's like Whippleman and Hart going back and forth, and then Sid is like the menacing guy instead of Virgil. I think I think Whippleman is gone from Sid at this point, though. Yeah. Um, Can we get a Giant Gonzalez remake? I was going to say, Waking Up Alone could be El Gigante and just be a sad, sad song. <laughs> I don't hate Oh, that my God. All. And, like, Harvey Whipple, Whippleman leaves him because he loses. Mm. And he's like, tomorrow I wake up alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's my horse, Jonko. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> and tomorrow I wake up alone. <laughs> I come to America to play basketball. You fucking sound like Slowpoke. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to do an Argentinian fucking accent, so I just went with it. Do you remember when he was on uh, Baywatch? Do you remember that episode? Yeah. Yeah, and he was making like little ornaments or little shells or some Underneath shit. Underneath the pier. Yeah. Yes. 
They fucking God. made him a troll. <laughs> the, the largest troll that ever lived. Yeah. <laughs> we should do an entire show on Giant Gonzalez. I oh, my God. Baywatch. I thought you were going to say Baywatch, and I was here for it. Oh, I'll, I'll do both. I was a and by Baywatch all guy. accounts, he was such a nice guy. Like, the stories you hear yeah. about him, like, it's fucking incredible. Old George. Old George. Yeah, and fucking, and fucking, uh, what's his name? Harvey Whippleman was like still sending the dude money after he got fired. Yeah. Because he wanted to help him out. Yeah, I guess he fell on uh, hard times, I guess. (laughs) Daddy. Hard times, daddy. But Harvey Whippleman is here for you, daddy. All right. What was Giant Gonzalez's finisher? Was it a chop? Was it a choke slam? Was it a fucking. I I thought it was a. I thought it was like a, a claw type gimmick. No, I'm pretty it was sure. Like, or like he would come to the ropes and then he would just do like a weak choke slam. No, uh, I thought I thought it was was it a reverse choke slam where he grabbed him by the back of the neck, put him down. <laughs> it wasn't Giant it, it wasn't Gonzalez like, incredible it, finisher. Let me see. It wasn't oh, like a big choke slam that was just kind of like like what? Remember how Undertaker first started doing his choke slam? Yep, yep. Like that's what I thought Giant Gonzalez's was. <clears throat> it could be. I feel like you're right. It was just what, a, it was I'm a sorry. Quick, I'm quick sorry. What did what did Kevin say? What was the finisher? I thought it was. I thought it was like a choke slam, choke type thing, where like remember when Undertaker first started doing his choke slam, he never elevated somebody. Someone would come off the rope, and he would just grab him by the throat and slam him down. I think that's what Giant Gonzalez is. <clears throat> I and think, then, but he also finished it with a choke. Oh God! There was a three-on-one match here too. Oh, here he's—he's he's beating up Virgil. Everybody beats up Virgil, <laughs> so he's got Virgil goozled, and yeah, he does a regular old choke slam, but he's still holding him by the throat, yeah. and he tells the referee to count it. But I have a feeling he used other variations too. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh he's got Louis Spicoli. He's goozling Louis Spicoli now. What's he do to Louis? God, come on, dude. Why are you taking forever? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop yelling. Just fucking. And he's choking him right in front of Danny Davis, and he ain't fucking calling him on it. Bro, he's holding him in a goozle for like 30 seconds. I'm not joking. Like, this is legit. Yeah. He's still got him by that, the throat. That sounds about right. Oh, my God. It's never ending. All right. Well, Picks him up ended. by the back of the head. Yeah, he slammed him down. And here he let go of him. So it and now he just he chases the other guys and they just run away. Wait, so so Kevin HK was also right where he holds him up by the back of the head and slams him down face first. Well, he's got him by the goozle, but he also grabs him by the back of the head too. I saw other oh, ones I, where he maybe yeah, it's a bunch, man. Like he, I I just think he forgot what his finisher was half the time. I see what you're saying. It's I don't know. It's weird. Oh like well, the great, Col- like the great Kali finish, like the. Like he has his hands all around his throat, but picks him up and drops him. Yeah, never been a fan of that. On his back. No, never been a fan of that. It would look because it looked terrible. Great company yeah. never like, like. Here's what I had a problem too with like Diesel's jackknife power bomb. Like I know you have to let him go to be safe, but like the fact that there was no like emphasis on the power bomb, <coughs> like. It was just like you pick him up, lift him, whoop, drop him. Oh man, well, there there was, and I don't remember who he was facing, but on Superstars, 
when you know it was a rare appearance for Diesel later on when he was champion. Every you ever saw him on Superstars, he jackknifed a guy, and I swear to you, he just he lifted him and let him fly. It was yeah. fucking hilarious. Like it wasn't like <laughs> lift him up, get him there, and then kind of drop him down, power bump stuff. On the like lift up, he just fucking let him go, and I went, "Oh shit, the world's in trouble." <laughs> it was such a like his power bomb might have been like the worst power bomb ever. Diesel, I might say he just kind of let people go. Yeah, he lifted him up and just dropped. I'm just like, whoop, yeah. let him go, but no force. I like, didn't sell like the fact that he just slammed somebody. Like he wasn't Vader, he wasn't <laughs> Stid, he wasn't. Oh God, who else used the power bomb? Um, those are the two guys that immediately come to mind. Yeah, I as bet a the finish. Bet the Jai oh. wished he would have just let him down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to do it. It just came out, so I had to. <laughs> There's a lot of great power bombs out there. Who else used power bombs as finishes? Which is see, I kind of liked it because he it was a different it looked different. And that's I think that's I, what I liked. It yeah. set himself a, set his power bomb out from other uh, the rest of them. I see what you're saying with that a hundred percent. And uh it was just weird though, like him like feuding with Sid. They're both their finish was a power bomb. Yeah. So like in WWF, like both of it was. So like whose power bomb am I gonna take more seriously? Diesel's or Sid? Sid actually like slammed you, like you know, like well, was the I don't fuck even... he was the master and the ruler. That's why. Well, so you, I would take Diesel's power bomb over like, but I fucking hated Batista's. Power oh, because oh, oh, fucking oh. rolls backwards and shit. Go fuck yeah. yourself. I'm yeah. with you. That might be the worst power bomb of all time because yeah. it, it was it was a sit down power bomb, but he could never get his legs out in front enough to fucking make it look like a sit down power bomb. Like it was so, it was so bad. And then you, you're right. The roll back up type thing, that that. All right, yeah. That's that's what his power bomb was way worse than Nash's. Worse than the Pearl, Pearl River Plunge. Pearl River Plunge was great. <laughs> yeah, when that when that showed up, I was all for it. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was all right, shit. I guess I'm alone. And he and he he hit it so well. He never, as far as I know, he never like made it not look like a sit down power bomb. Yeah, and for all the shit he did, horrible. That was like the one thing that he nailed, and which is perfect because it was his fucking finish. Yeah. 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 All right. On this date in history, the Iron Sheik defeated Bob Backlund to win the WWF Championship at Madison Square Garden. No, he didn't. 40 no. years ago today. He did not. He did not. Fucking turncoat sold him out. And Ayatollah Blassie became the manager of the WWF champion. Yeah, this is this is a pretty good point too. Um, uh oh, what I miss? <clears throat> Eddie and Benoit had great power bombs, yeah, but they weren't their finishes though. So that's right. not where we are right now. But they did. They they were both super impactful, hundred percent. Kidman had a great power bomb, didn't he? Who? Kidman. Kidman? He and he did it. I, I believe his was a sit down too. But Malenko. Kidman, Kidman never took power bombs. Kidman never took a power bomb. There was a running yeah. joke in WCW. Uh, Scott Keith was the fucking champion of it. Everything he wrote was like so and so went for a power bomb, but you can't power bomb Kidman. He always got out of it. Never took a power bomb. Wow. 
which is fucking amazing if you think about it. I could actually kind of, I can actually kind of see that in my head, like him kicking out of it, like just like yep. like his, like he always like went nuts with his arm. I'll tell you, the most believable power bomb now that he brought up Eddie and uh, and Benoit is is uh, Gunther has a has a really good power bomb, yeah. and he does like the multiple thing. Oh, and I, I, I can't discount Wardlow. Wardlow's is pretty fun too when he does his uh, triple thing where he just oh I hate this symphony and all that shit. power man. bombs and rolls them back power bombs rolls them back so I get that but I always feel like once you hit a fucking power bomb it should be game over yes it yes. should be game over unless you know? it's part of your character to want to inflict more punishment on the guy yeah but like hit the power bomb get the pin and then if you want to be a dick do it again you know what I'm saying? And by the time you hit the second or third one, there should be 20 people coming out of the locker room to try to stop you. There, there's, there's one exception I'll make. Uh oh, cruiserweights, cruiserweights. When they hit a power bomb, I was always okay that it was not a, a finishing situation. Right. Well, because yeah. they're they're hitting it on somebody their own size, and they're they, they're not smaller guy. Enough, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. not exerting enough muscle power to actually. Exactly make it happen so yeah but if yeah. fucking sid is powerbombing somebody that motherfucker better stay down you know well, yeah if sid's fucking powerbomb super Kolo, it should be over <laughs> Kolo, it's me i don't know man a big bump like that though like even even like when brock used to do this shit like there was one time where he absolutely fucking murdered spike dudley when he kept yes. fucking powerbombing him again and again and i'm just like Nah, man, not cool, not cool. Fucking little Spike Dudley's here to fucking make you look good, and you're just gonna destroy him like that. Not to mention three fucking power bombs in a row from a beast, and he's he was slamming that fucking guy down, dude. It's like, nah, man, come on, you don't need to do that shit. Tony, where do you stand on my own two feet? That's right. Nice. Uh, Mike, Mike, awesome. I think didn't he? Wasn't his? Wasn't he a power bomb guy, or was he a razor's edge guy? You did the awesome bomb. Yeah, the it was uh yeah it was it was like a razor's edge. But all right, so you guys don't do you guys consider that in the power bomb family, or you don't consider that a power bomb? It isn't. It isn't because you're not really bringing like you're not slamming the guy down, but you're supposed to be like driving him down shoulder first. Yeah. So it's like a pseudo. It's like a power bomb's like distant cousin, I guess. That's but when crazy. fucking Mike Awesome was doing that shit to the outside, like Masato Tanaka was a crazy fucking would take those that were shit all the those, time. Those were power bombs, right? Or did he still do? No, the, to the outside, it was always the fucking awesome bomb because he had to okay. fucking throw them. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's so weird. Like, <clears throat> if you think about it, like how many like, like if you really like grind it down to a fine powder, like how many like moves are like basically the same thing, but just because the setup is different. Yeah, yeah. Like. It's it just you don't think about it that way because you're not so intrigued by how they land or what happens to them. You're just intrigued by the setup to it and how it actually it's it's so bizarre how like that that works I mean, out. JBL had a pretty badass power bomb too. Yeah. Oh yeah. When he was yeah. before he was JBL. Like when he was like And even by, even when he was JBL. Was, yeah. Yeah. What was his finish was the clothesline too, wasn't it? Yep, clothesline from hell. Yeah, clothesline from hell. Yeah, like lariat. like the lariat. Yeah, mm -hmm. God, 
Isn't that weird though? Like when you actually stop and think about it. Yeah, I mean, like, like think we were talking Canadian Destroyer earlier. It's only a fucking sunset flip that you're rolling through. It's really all it is. You know, the other guys got to make it look good. Well, that's the other thing too. Like, it, it it depending on who's doing it, it doesn't look obvious. But when you see Ricky Morton fucking whipping it out every match, it's kind of like, all right, yeah. what are we doing? There you go. That's a perfect example. A perfect example of an old guy doing. Uh... Like I get it. Like Ricky Morton wanted to whip it out like once, maybe twice. Oh yeah, and all fucking right. you know, hey, look at that, Ricky Morton hit. But now it's just like it's just everybody's rolling through. It's like, come on, man, come on. God, what a great conversation. Fucking love it, dude. Kevin Owens pop up power bomb. Always like that too. Yeah. Great. Well, are you a fan of the package pile driver though? Not not necessarily. I don't hate it. I think it's pretty. I, it, 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 again, it's the, the setup of the move. It, it looks good. Okay. Package pile driver, stump puller pile driver. Which one you like better? Stump puller is like the Cactus Jack one. You grab them by the waist, you just kind of lift them, lift them by the ass, and just yeah. and just fall. Yeah, I like I'll that go. one because I because there's like it's kind of like it's so quick that there's no way to avoid getting dumped on your head. You know what I'm saying? Because when I'll he dropped, pile driver is better. Yeah, when which he one? Pulled. Package. Really? Yeah. Show like, your work. Why? Go ahead. I like I like scrunching scrunching the up like compacting him and okay that's fair enough like mm, yeah i think i think you gotta go uh, just just because the way that he dropped it was quick and it was it was almost like it was almost like the ddt version of a pile yeah all right there you go there you go and that's why i fucking loved it kjg nothing wrong package pile driver's fine 100 percent. you showed your work yeah i'm not offended by anything i'm just saying man Jerry Lynn's cradle pile driver. Always Ooh, the cradle pile driver. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd still take that stump puller, though. Well, he would do the little spin, though. That's incredible. Right? Oh, no, you're talking. I thought you were talking just incredible. I'm sorry. You meant no. Jerry Lynn. Yeah, the Jerry cradle Lynn, pile driver is no. great. Yeah. Yeah, just incredible did the tombstone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was like it, he did a little like he spin did a, before he did yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what about uh, you got to put the talking about pile drivers. You got to put the Steiner screwdriver in the conversation. That's a that to me. That's a pile driver. That's a it that's is. a fucking that is a really fucking bad move, dude. Yeah, I know. That's a fucking bad move. I wouldn't want to be on the fucking receiving end of that shit. Fuck no. That's only for fucking maniacs to take. Especially when he got older. The older he got, like in WCW, like in in the two thousand and two thousand one, like imagine taking that, like from no, him. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Would you rather take that or that fucking second rope rhino driver? What's the second rope? Yeah, rhino? what is the second rope rhino driver? Oh, I gotta... Rhino driver. It's, it's a pile driver. He would stand on the second rope, lift him up, and then it was a jumping pile driver from the second rope. Is it now? That, now this might be a naive, silly question. Mm-hmm. Are, we t- are we still talking Scott Steiner, or is this actually done by Rhino? Oh, by Rhino. Okay. Rhino driver. Oh, uh, Rhino is well, all right. I'd rather take the Rhino driver because Rhino is considered like one of like the safest dudes ever. I say that plays into it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Screwdriver always looked cool, but every time he. Oh started, my he god! Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? I think I'm on board with KJG. 
Because there's a lot less chance of you fucking getting away from Rhino than there is getting away from Scott Steiner. Yeah. Yeah, big Holy shit, bro. Scott Steiner was a maniac. So I, like, I wouldn't trust like my life with him in the ring. All right, I'll, I'll tell you this much. If Jasmine St. Clair can take the fucking Rhino driver, it, it's got to be safe. Right? Yeah. I mean, she's taking a few to the head. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, my God, HK's man. greatest contribution to this podcast has been the, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it's it's my whole life, dude. No joke. It's the only thing. <laughs> I think, I think it's the greatest thing. Like I was, I didn't want to steal it from you guys, but I can't help saying it when I when I when I do it now. Oh, like yeah. when I hear it, say it like, as many times as you can. Get it out, yeah. man. Yeah. That this is all we do when we play Fortnite. Every other fucking line is, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Before we went on, <laughs> Luke Peterson. Oh yeah. <laughs> Before we went on the air, Tony it was just me and HK. Like he was, like I was in. He just jumped on, and I instead of like saying hello, how are you, Merry Christmas, I I just went, oh yeah. And apparently my levels were so freaking loud that it fucking <laughs> almost blew him out of his seat. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's versatile, man. It works. Got to do it. Got to slide one in there. It's fucking uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yahtzee. <laughs> I'm so glad oh, my niece oh, and nephew oh, weren't. Oh, oh. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> There you go. You're good. Oh, yeah, he's all right. He's got his white girl light going. Yeah, he's got that going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Looks like a fucking coal miner. Oh, well, we lost him. Forever. <laughs> 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 oh. Holy shit. Oh. KJG, you with us? No, nope, I guess not. Later. <laughs> um, oh, wait, maybe he's back. Do we want to take a break tonight, or do we want to just keep going? I'm I'm open, man. Whatever you want to do, you gotta if you gotta if you gotta go spill some piss, we take a break. I don't have to piss. I just you know, I mean, no. oh shit, what the? <laughs> f- <laughs> I guess KJG's taking over the show. Knocking it out of the park. Look at that. I, I don't I don't know how to get my uh my phone my my face back up here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is working out great. Fantastic. You're doing a good job. <laughs> there we go. Well, no, we don't. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What are you doing? No, this one. It's this one. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, Molly checking in. Old people and technology. Ha ha. Don't you know it? <laughs> yeah. Ain't that the truth? Might be. Holy shit. Uh, KJG, I was just asking Handsome Kevin if he wanted to take a break. He said we can keep rolling, but you want to keep going? We can keep going. Uh, we, we can keep rolling. Yeah, fuck okay. it. All right. Then I'll cancel the break. Get the get the fuck out of here, fuck break. out of there. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck him. All right. We talked about pile drivers. We talked about fucking finishers. We talked about recasting the pile driver album. You know, she's kind of nice finishing the year with finishing talk. It's not bad. And talk about finishing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. 
I'm proud of both of you tonight. Like, <laughs> really? Nice. Yeah, like the, the like the puns, the wit, the it's just been on fire tonight. Yeah, we we we've, we've got a good chemistry the three of us. Yeah. Sorry, what Matt. The other, what's the other guy's name? <laughs> double T. Double T. Double, T, so a double T, one to ten. How mad do you think he is? That we it, actually there wasn't really that much going on, right? No. Like in, in the in the current landscape, this time of year. Other than well, like, except for Jericho and Cornette going at it again. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, SmackDown was good. I watched SmackDown. I watched. I couldn't watch Collision because I was obviously on a holiday weekend type deal. Yeah. But I was trying, and I am trying to get back into WoW. I'm really trying. Really, no. I know. No. Listen, listen. There's something about that show. It just, it just draws me in, brother. I don't listen. I've seen a couple episodes because it airs here on. Uh, I think it's on the CW here. Yeah, I know. And you're not a fan. It's horrible. Ah, uh, the promos are garbage. The action sucks. It's not good. There, but there's some. All right, listen. Go back and watch like the original run of Glow. Not the greatest yeah. either, but. No. It's a lot of fun. All right, here's all right. So here's something that we could that we could you know make it our big talk for the evening, right? All right, big talk. I've big talk. I've heard quite a few people lately uh, shitting on on AEW. I mean, no surprise. Uh, but here's something that I never really thought about until recently, when AEW was starting and it was like this wide open landscape of all of these misfit toys that came in, even when it was really bad, it was so fucking interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think that AEW, maybe because they were trying to find like a more, you know, like we're, we're serious or like we're going to take this into like a different direction kind of thing, where it lost that original like, and don't get me wrong, it wasn't always good. A lot of it was bad, but... There was a certain charm about it where people were interested in tuning in every week. I was one of those people. You too? Like, like as bad as, like, some of the shit was, where, like, oh, you know, like, they're just bringing in, like, guys from the independents and whatnot. They didn't know what to do with them. It was kind of cool trying to see where everything was fitting in and, like, and like what was going to happen next, you know? Mm -hmm. And nowadays it's just kind of like they can't get out of their own way. Am I wrong with like AEW like three years ago was so much more of a fun thing to watch than it is now? I I agree with you, but I think that that I think that it's multi-layered. I think that they have come come to a spot where they their even their presentation looks like a bad WWE model. See, and that like, was that was another thing that came up yeah. where a lot of people were saying like it goes to the production and the presentation as well. Yep. And it's uh, when they came with those double entrances and even when they didn't have the double entrance, but it was different. And now they walk out giant video board and I hate, I fucking hate that. All it is walk to walk to your spot, do your pose, walk to the, I fucking hate all of it. When, at least when they had, they didn't have the giant video board behind them. The talent was forced to actually engage in the audience. It wasn't just fucking walk out, hit your mark, do your pose, walk down. Now with, with the, with the video boards and all that shit, they look, it looks like a, a poorly produced WWE product. So they're not even standing, they're not even separating themselves from like the simplest aspect of the show. They're not separating themselves from WWE. So the comparison is is easier to make and it's not a good comparison in the favor of AEW. Not even close. Right. The the key word when AEW came into into the fold was alternative. 
right? Like yeah. it was going to be the alternative to WWE. But we also have to remember that that at that time WWE was the drizzling, drizzling shits when AEW came in. It was fucking awful. Yeah, it was so, pretty bad. So I feel like that got everyone super excited. All right, there's another show. And let's not let's not forget either. If you want to make comparisons, when WCW got Nitro, it wasn't all apples and roses and unicorns and anything. That show was not good until the NWO hit its stride. Yeah, but people were tuning in because it was something different. It was like, right. hey, you know, they're bringing it to the table. Exactly. Same thing Same thing with AEW. And AEW still has its audience. It still has its television audience. It's not where they want it to be, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not where the wrestling fans uh, want it to be. But it also, we, we have to credit the fact that people are only shitting down on AEW because of two things, I think, in my opinion. One, Tony Khan doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. That's the big one. And two, WWE has had its best year since 1998. So, like, it's insane how all like the forces of the universe could combine and make something that was so loved and enjoyed by everyone, which AEW was. And I'm not even talking about just because of CM Punk. I'm talking about from day one with Cody, with Kenny, with, with, with the bucks, with fucking SCU, SCU. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. It, it was, it was good. And it was fun to watch all the time, but that's uh, maybe maybe it's just like the reversal maybe because that's because wwe was so shitty and AEW will will take anything over wwe on a national scale i mean you yeah, can say impact you can say roh at the time whatever but i the roles have now reversed again we're now triple h is the <laughs> freaking man and he is taking wwe to levels that we haven't seen in gen in a generation and I think a lot, a lot of my favorite moments in AEW were moments that people think are f- like are fucking huge mistakes. I love the shit out of them. When Brandy Rhodes came out and cut that fucking promo on Jade Cargill, that was amazing shit. When fucking Shaq comes out and they have the fucking big, the big uh, mixed tag match, and he's fucking in the ring and he's doing this shit and he power bombs Cody, I love that shit. Things like fucking Maki Ito singing on stage while everybody around her's fighting. That I fucking love shit like that. As goofy, as stupid, as unimportant, as fucking dumb as it looked, that was entertaining to me. It was completely off the rails, and I wanted to see more of it. When Cody comes when when Brandy came out and she's like, You're dealing with that bitch or whatever she said, I was like, fuck yeah, fuck her up. It was good shit to me, man. I loved it. I was entertained by all that shit. The, the talent is still there. It's just, it's not being used right. And when when you have when you go to the other show, when you go to WWE, and you see a guy like Jay Uso, who has been a career mid card tag team job, whatever guy, and all of a sudden now someone's figured out how to use him, along with Sami Zayn along with Drew McIntyre, along with Bobby Lashley, along with AJ Styles now, LA Knight, Randy Orton. Like, it is insane. You could have a main event that you would never – like, Tony, let me ask you this, in all honesty. AJ Styles versus Solo Sokoa, 
if you just heard that without knowing, would, would that make you tune in to a main event of SmackDown? No, it would be like somebody saying Vikingo's wrestling Black Taurus. Like, exactly. I wouldn't give a shit. But I know. But, yeah, exactly. I, 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 I'm reading what you're fucking writing, dude. <laughs> but you know they're going to turn it into something magic. You know the match is still going to be okay as a main event. And you know where the story is going. Now you have three guys, three main event guys, AJ Styles, LA Knight, Randy Orton, going into a triple threat match to see who faces um, uh, Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, you know that, like, and, and that's why WWE is so, like, I never saw this. Like, I thought we'd always have to get, like, Hulk Hogan and Sting every night, every week for, on a TV show. Now I don't have to. Now yep. you can... Now you can give me as your main event on your two major network shows. You can give me Jimmy freaking Uso yeah. versus LA Knight in a main event. And I know not only is it going to be good, it's going to keep me watching because I know there's something more coming. And yeah. that is something <clears throat> AEW doesn't do unless it's a pay-per-view. And that is something that WWE has done so freaking well yep. lately. Yeah, we talked about it last week. We just don't know. There's so many different possibilities and ways that they can go with everything. There's so many guys clamoring at the top right now, and everybody's got a different reason to be there. And, and I, HK, and HK, they could they could literally like we did we did talk about this last week, but I just want to reiterate: anytime they want to, they could flip a switch, right? Like Drew, Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins right now is the is the the the, the program going into uh, the day one for Raw. Uh, going into the program for Royal Rumble on SmackDown is the triple threat LA Knight, AJ Styles, Randy Orton to face Roman Reigns. At any time, they could substitute like somebody else in there. Like right now, if they wanted to substitute freaking Pete Dunn into the situation, they wanted to add him into the equation. I'd be like, all right, I believe he could do something because WWE has given me a reason to believe that he could do something. So it's just like they literally can flip anything, and there's so many believable talents that can be world champion on both shows. That is just nuts. Like it's insane. Kevin Owens is still there. Like it's it's insane. Well, and they what one of the things that I think of when when you're talking about like Jay Uso is you have long term like emotional equity. Yes. In a Jay Uso in in these like you've watched him come in from when the Usos first showed up. What is it like? It has to be almost fifteen years ago now. You know what I mean? Longer, dude. Right. Look at look at Randy Orton. Look at look at the guys that are there, and look how much time you've invested in them, and now where they are. Right. Look at look at AEW. Now they don't have they. You can't take that sample size because they haven't been around that long. Right. But even still. You look at the guys that they do have and the guys that they've invested in over time. Who do you got? Christian. Uh, but those, no, I'm talking strictly AEW because you got a lot, a lot of time invested in Christian with the other companies, even with TNA. But okay. you know what I mean? Like, I'm talking just AEW. You got, the, you got the, the fucking jack off circle, is what you got. They had it with. They had it with Wardlow and totally lost it. MJF is probably the one guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, they had it with uh, Hobbs, totally screwed it up. They had it with Ricky Starks, totally screwed it up. They had it with 
the acclaimed. I'm not going to say they totally screwed that up yet, but yeah, they kind of did. They're not, but they're not what they were. What's they're not they even on TV much anymore, right? They were their hottest. Well, they're act. on the, they're on the show that nobody watches. Yeah, and they were like, like HK said, they that was the hottest act. Those guys were like the top baby faces in the company. Yep. Max Caster could have been in a spot. At the no, he was spot. he was stalking MJF. Remember that shit? Yeah, no. that that no that I'm not even counting that. Where did that even go? That's gone now, right? Gone. 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 Uh, and the other uh, problem is. The uh, the big issue that I have with AEW recently is every heel is being cheered, and that's a big fucking problem yep. because nobody gives a shit if the baby faces beat these guys up because they love them. Yep, they yeah, love we, them. Yeah, and it's a tale as old as time. As I feel like is a, is an all too far common phrase on this show when it comes to talking about how AEW's creative is, and this is an also a tale as old as time and spoken way too many times on this show is that. What's so frustrating is that they have the people there to make this show better. Yeah. Like they have the they have the people behind the scenes. They have the people in front of the camera that could make this show so much better. And I'm not saying it's the shits. All right. So I'm not gonna I'm not in that camp yet. Like I enjoy watching a good match. Like I enjoyed watching Swerve and um <coughs> oh who did he in the this last match on Dynamite? Who the fuck did he work? Hold on, I have the notes. I if I, I wasn't working, so I didn't actually print the notes out. But uh, it was it was a match with Swerve, and I really really freaking enjoyed that match. So like I there's there is a place in my heart for good tremendous wrestling matches. But here's the thing, I'm getting that on WWE, and I'm also getting story. Oh. I want to ask you guys to like KJG. You talked about uh, <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, getting all choked up talking about AEW. I get it. No, I was going back to like like Nitro, right? And you had Nitro and Raw. Nitro presentation completely different, and that was one of the things that always like I I gravitated. You could flip from Raw to Nitro, and you felt like you were watching two completely different shows, just based on presentation alone. And if you fast forward to SmackDown and Thunder, even when Thunder had that first Thunder set with the fuck like the Rock, that oh, I. Oh, I, fuck, oh. I fucking love that set. You but, like that? Oh, you I loved see it. See the people moving it from behind. The oh yeah, fucking loved it. <laughs> and then, the, and then they switched over. To, they switched over to that other set, right? But there was still a huge difference in the presentation of SmackDown and Thunder, Raw and Nitro, until fucking they got the Titantron, and then when Nitro switched over to have their version of the Titantron, and it just looked like a worse version of what the WWE was doing. Can we can we get something like give me something else? Just give me something else presentation wise, because then at least you, your mind doesn't as easily make that comparison. It doesn't as easily go, well, this is a shitty version of what I was watching on Monday night. You know, like just give me something fucking different. I, I get what you're saying 100 percent, but I feel like my fandom and my age and everything is like so far beyond that point where like I'm not like a new watcher coming in and comparing one to the other i know what they both are right. if, if if that makes sense so like i understand why they do it and i i will say this i do like aew's um ramp situation where they have everything like lit up on on the ramp and just uh just to go back to dynamite it was swerve versus roosh uh which was an incredible match and the mark briscoe jay lethal match again like the show is the show is fine. It's just not what it could be, which is frustrating. 
Like that's like Jay White and Moxley was was to use a, a word that we use again too often, but I can't think of a better word. Was fucking a banger. Like AEW is a good product. It could just be so much better, and that's what's frustrating about it. Especially when the other show WWE is as good as it's ever been, if not the best it's ever been. That's 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 all I'm saying. But I get your point about looking less than, and if it, if it's a company like Impact or if it's a company like Ring of Honor, you understand that it's less than AEW is supposed to be on the level. Like AC, at least that's how they that's how they build themselves. Yeah. And it's you know what just, else? You you know what I miss too. That show, Being the Elite, I used to watch the shit out of that, too. Because everything was tying into all the other nonsense that was going on in early AEW. And it was fantastic. I loved that show. And everything started to taper off. Everything started to taper. And I was like, why don't I like the show anymore? And it's exactly what we were all talking about. Like, shit just fucking changed. And they they become wannabe WWE. Mm -hmm. So I will give them credit for for trying the Continental Classic because that's basically what everyone thought that AEW was going to be in the first place was going to be New Japan, America. So, like, I give them credit for that, I guess. And But I just... it It's not why I watch wrestling. I, if I want to watch sport, I'll watch sport. Like, I'll watch football. I'll watch hockey. I'll watch basketball. I'll watch baseball. Like, I want pro wrestling to suck me in to make me think it's a sport but also give me the entertainment value that i don't get out of uh, out of watching a hockey game or or a basketball game well but i mean that's the other thing too so like they make a rule where like if it's a draw or or whatever whatever you get one point not one fucking match got one point everybody either got a three or a zero which means i don't hate i don't hate that because that's that at least at least they told you and if, if it doesn't happen then it doesn't happen yeah but the other thing too is they said there's going to be no interference. Nobody's allowed at ringside because this is the rules and this and that. So in other words, like you can do this for this tournament, but you can't do this any other time of year. Like you fucking ruin the plot at that point yeah. because you're basically saying we can enforce the rules anytime we want, but we're only going to do it for this tournament. So not only did you take away a plot device where people can get involved and make fuckery of like the results and be like, oh, I want to get back at that asshole. Now, now you fucking said. We, we can't do that any other time. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? That's a great point. <laughs> I never, Nailed I never, it! I never it's seriously, it. though. Like, you're taking away rules, like, just on a whim. Oh, because it's this tournament. And fucking Eddie Kingston is shit out of luck now, too, isn't he? So he was defending his... He would have been better off losing the fucking Ring of Honor title, because then at least he would have been able to go after somebody to get it back. Why not just lay it down in the middle of the ring? Walk oh, away. like Samoa Joe oh, did. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. why not it's, just, it's fucking ridiculous it's fucking ridiculous i can't wait for impact to start up again that's what i'll tell you because they're uh they got uh they got hard to kill coming up uh we have to pick world's end this weekend but oh yeah I'm we ex- do i'm excited for sec. impact they, they just signed the grizzled young vets like, yeah i'm excited for impact and what they got going on so i love wwe i love impact i like aew um Oh, ROH, I don't watch. Um, and then I, and that's basically it. That's it. Uh, but God, what a, what that, a, uh, Lisa says Saturday, Danielson and Claudio was a draw. <laughs> but was that, was that points? Like, like, 
did that mean anything? Like no idea. Huh. Lisa, follow up. Say something else. Well, Eddie Kingston didn't win shit. Did he? Yeah. I, I don't even want to look this up. This is, if I have to read these results, I'm going to get angry. I don't want to get angry. To get angry. I, I, I out, really man. don't. I know. I, I, I don't, man. Out. No. All right. So, all right, Alan Day, I'm going to put this up for Alan Day. Sounds like Kevin wrote Tony's script, had, had the conversation a couple times now. Now, I don't know if he's saying that we're just repeating ourselves. No, no, no. He he no, he's no. had these conversations with with HK. That's that's yeah. what it is. Okay, okay. No, no, we're not. No, he didn't mean that on the show. He meant like he he agrees. Like so, yeah. let's say for let me play devil's advocate and let's just say that he did mean that we've had this conversation a bunch, which we could have if. But the thing is, though, it's still relevant. Like, yeah, of it's course. Still, it's still a conversation that needs to be had every week. Yeah, because it is the landscape of the two biggest companies in the world. So. I know he didn't mean it, which is fine, but just just say like someone did mean it. Like I will have this conversation every week until like it changes. <laughs> Here, this is the uh, yeah. Oh, so no, sh- no, he's shitting, he's shitting on you. No, 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 he's not shitting on any everybody. He's just he's heard these thoughts from me before, and now hearing them from Tony is what he's saying. Uh, oh, yeah. so oh, okay, so he's saying that. So there's two Kevins on the show, so that's why it made me confused. Yeah. Well, so he would he would be talking about the fucking Yahoo Kevin I, that he does a I show with. I mean, do I know? Yeah. Do I know Alan Day? Yeah, it's Al Day. Al Day. <laughs> Treehorn, Loverboy, Totspod. Yeah, Loverboy Al. Oh, he was on the show. Anything? <laughs> no. All right. Nothing. Wow. He's no selling Al. He Sorry, was on Al. The Wizards. KJG. He, he was, was on our, on show, our bro. show. He was on. Yeah. Our it's, do you know who Duke is? Yes, yeah. You don't remember Duke and Kevin and Al and and, and all of us all being on the show at the same time? No. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit, dude. Wow, he's no selling you, Al. No, I'm not not on purpose. Nah. Someone pull up what Lisa just posted because she posted something else. She said, all I know is it's going to be Danielson and Kingston. Wait, Kingston? I thought Kingston has like no points. What is this thing called? The gobbledygook tournament? That's right. What is this called? Gold Rush? What is this called? Gold Rush? <laughs> no, what is it called? I don't know the name of the fucking tournament. The Continental Classic. Continental oh, Classic. okay. Yeah. The Gold Rush. <laughs> I don't fucking know. What the fuck? Oh, That's wait. Continental Classic is an official website. Holy shit. Oh, boy. Do they have results? Oh, yeah. They have a chart. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, John Moxery, Sir Strickland, and Jay White are tied. I think they're having a three-way for that one. Yes, they are. In the Blue League, Danielson won, right? Oh, no, Eddie Kingston's got nine points? Wait a minute, what? So so Danielson won, right? Am I reading this wrong? I, uh, all I want to say is if you need a chart for a tournament, it's too convoluted. <laughs> well, Jay Lethal's the only slob that had a goose egg in this tournament. So they even Daniel Garcia fucking won a match. Holy shit. Who'd he ever be? <laughs> He beat Brody. Wait, Daniel Garcia beat Brody King? Uh, well, why not? That's that, that's why this company's in the shape that it's in. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Because of Wait, no, oh, no, 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 wait. Like <laughs> yeah, because Eddie, Eddie and Andre Ololdiolio both got nine points, but Danielson's got ten, so Danielson wins. Or did this not happen yet? 
I don't fuck, dude. I don't fucking know. Fuck yeah. this shit. This fucking stupidity. <laughs> Night, fucking, Diana. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I really don't know, dude. And you know what? Whatever. It is what it is. I'm sorry. Are you high fiving me? Like, what are we doing? No, I was. I did. I, I stole Kevin. Good night. Oh, you did the good. Oh, that was you that said that. Oh yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> KJG, no selling out and stealing HK's gimmicks. <laughs> I'm tired. Started with the oh yeah, now he's taking my Diana. All right. Holy shit, bro! Are you gonna record with with Duke next week? <laughs> no, me and Alan are doing a, me and Alan are doing a duet. Alan, oh, his fucking yeah. government name. <laughs> yeah, me and Alan. Alan, me and Alan. Alan and I. <clears throat> fucking, oh. you can call him Treehorn. You can call him Lover Boy. You can call him Island Dale. That's a new one. I like calling him that. He's my Island. Island, Dale. really? Oh yeah. It's like I, I trop- think- tropical Al. I think we're starting a show on the Shining Wizards Network. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> I'm an island now. It's called Alan and Me. I'm an island now. <laughs> Stop, bro. Every nickname you come up with for him, his wife fucking hates it. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> Lover boy, eh? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, you know, Treehorn, my, my dancing island boy. I will never be an island boy, Al said. <laughs> Too late, buddy. You already are. He's an island now. I'm an island now. I'm an island now. <laughs> I live under the boardwalk. Under I'm the six feet. foot five. <laughs> <laughs> the grass skirt doesn't cover my nards. <laughs> Holy shit, Al in a grass skirt and a coconut bra. That, that's a fucking image that I got stuck in my Oh, head. Al, we gotta make that happen. Oh fucking hey, dude. Yeah, I think we're going to I think we're gonna go to I think it's Panama City in October, <laughs> maybe. We gotta get some grass skirts and we gotta get him a coconut bra. A coconut bro, I guess. <laughs> coconut man's ear. Oh man, he's I guess it's it's happened before. Oh boy. Were you were you wearing your uh, your puka necklace there, Island Dale? <laughs> <laughs> a little zinc on the nose. <laughs> zinc on the nose. Write it down. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm sick. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, so we're go- we're going with zinc on the nose or pugs and hugs oh no i was gonna go sidewinder i think it's oh, simple sidewinder. and it fucking encapsulates yeah, the entire year and this show too by the holy way. shit <laughs> fuck yeah dude al's good people we fuck with al tonight but he's good people I i'm like that al. fucking mike peterson that hand job uh, yeah. <laughs> do we have anything we want to talk about before we pull this train into the station i think this was the perfect christmas holiday show we didn't get too in into the weeds on current stuff we talked about fun wrestling topics to me i think this was without a doubt uh wrapping the bow on 2023 yeah so, uh, without matt by the way but yeah. i think so why do i look so fucking pale what is i gotta fix my lighting for next week what the you fuck you gotta work on that like seriously this is bad you know what? Well, it was good. it's better because before like we only saw like half your face Wait, before for you, real? Like, yeah, before you, well, I did. I kind of disagreed, but. How's that? Is that better? Oh, Maybe that's, that's better. better. That's oh, 100% fuck. better. Looks like you did like some type of weird filter, like a VHS filter. 
Actually, I could wait. If there's a way to do this. Hold on a second. Let me see. Can I do? Oh yeah, I could do this. Here we go. Oh wait. Now you don't know what to say. <laughs> now you don't know what's going on. <laughs> wait a minute. Ooh. The honky hey. doinky man. I'm gonna I'm gonna tease uh, I'm gonna tease KJG now. Oh, look what's in the box. Oh, oh, I see some fucking Hasbro's, dude. That's out of Let me fucking let me remove this shit. There we go. <laughs> fucking a. Yeah, I guess I guess it was the camera, and, and this is it's a 1080 camera too, which makes no sense because this camera on the MacBook is kind of shitty. But oh well, I guess the shitty camera's better. Hey, I don't I'm know not why anymore. When you said 1080, it reminded me of 1080 snowboarding for N64. That video. Oh, game. that fucking that ruined controllers. <laughs> of course it did. Such a great game, though. Yeah, but you'd fuck you tear through a controller in about a month and a half playing that game. Just fucking rotation, rotation, rotation. <laughs> doing your fucking. You're doing the. You're doing the 1080 to yourself. <laughs> so what are we picking this weekend? Worlds collide. Was that what I heard? World's end. Oh, World's End. Is that is that a WWE thing or is that an no, impact thing? AEW. So there'll oh, be 28 f- matches. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Might be something nope. else, too. And then we have oh, we got Wrestle Kingdom during the middle of next week, but we'll talk about that Tuesday yeah. when we uh, when Matt hopefully joins us. And then we have Ooh. Hard to Kill, which I think is the last one that we do. I think. Th- oh, shit. I don't know what happened there. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Let me, is there uh, an NWA in there? No. Oh, please. God, no. I actually, I actually watched a. Uh, oh no, uh, no, we're not talking about NWA. Good night, no. everybody. <laughs> I watched a recap of Salmon and uh, that somebody put on YouTube, and yeah, I'm so glad I didn't watch it. Talk about some Juan, some Juan, some Juan, some Juan. It was in Puerto Rico. <laughs> that was a terrible show. Some Juan. <laughs> No, they, they they actually said the best matches were two of my favorites. It was the Colby Carino light heavyweight match and the Kenzie Page women's title match. Yeah. Everything else was uh, pretty much the drizzles, as we say. Sammy Wayne. Don't forget, folks, check out all the great shows on the Shining Wizards Network. Great stuff each and every week. I would go through the list, but I'm fucking tired and my throat hurts. Um, special thanks to Matt for not being here again because doesn't like us there we go it's all on the bottom inconclusive breakdown turnbuckle throwbacks wrestling night in canada 30 screams or less the tots pod the broadcast radioactive metal the year of duke and rogue uh bread club when matt and kieran decide to get together because matt doesn't do our show roh revelry and of course our friends on wednesdays on the b show the mark order podcast i gotta shit on matt a little bit it's not a show if we don't I want to get texts from you cocksuckers talking shit about me. I know it was you, Tony. I heard you. <laughs> you fucking idiots always talking shit about me. I had to fucking make pizzas. Leave me alone, you fucking handjob. <laughs> he literally got mad because we had fun with Kyle calling him a handjob. Yeah, you fucking... He, he, you talked about me. I, I didn't know. He's fucking... <laughs> My hands are clean. My fucking hands are clean. All right. No handjobs for these hands. <laughs> <laughs> all right so all we right. want to thank everyone for joining us here tonight on the yes thanks to everybody in the chat nah. and uh don't forget thousand pound sisters is on in about three minutes if you're joining us live so i will be watching yep. that yep. way to uh way, way to finish on in and over 2023 <laughs> and off don't forget off yeah. finish off oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please have a wonderful, happy, safe new year. We hope 2024 brings you everything that you, uh, your heart desires. And, uh, we will be bringing you a new show on Tuesday next week. Let's make sure we announce that. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're not recording ahead of time, right? I don't think we are. Fuck it. No, okay, yeah. yeah I, thought, I thought we were on Monday next week. Are we new recording year's on New Year's night? New Year's new, Day? Who new doesn't Day. on New Year's Day? Right. Yeah. Wizards we're not we're not we're going live on New Year's Day? I, I believe so. Oh, are we? Yeah, back to the regular time and yeah. channel next week. Oh, well I fuck can. me sideways. I don't and know. I think, I think we'll have a little bit of an announcement next week too. A little bit a little bit of an announcement next week. Do All we, right. we Let's really, wrap it up. Why do, do I not fucking know this? Yeah, Maybe you I fucking don't. know. If you read your fucking emails. I don't fucking why read does, my emails. Why does Matt even send the motherfuckers if you're not going to read them? Dude, I'm, I, I'm, maybe I deleted them. I don't know. I get yelled at for that shit, too. Tony, fucking emails. Tony fucking deletes emails. This and that. All right. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm with KJG. I'm fucking rolling the credits. Fuck this shit. <laughs> this has been a production of the Shining Wizards Network. Executive producer is Manny Kratzo. Our producers are Danny Russoniello, Kate Hensler, Matt Garifo, Hi, Five, Tom, Ryan Schwan, Brendan Haney, Mike Peterson, Al Day, Kathy Hummer, William Mercier Jr., Michael Hammond, David Henry Bauer III, Keith Parker, and S.J. McDonald. Special thanks to all our assistant producers as well. For everything Shining Wizards, visit ShiningWizards.com. And don't forget to listen to all the great shows of the Shining Wizards Network. Good.